Room. Welcome to episode 144 of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Albertson, and who's helping little girls with me tonight? That's all I got. <laughs> uh, my name is Nick. And I am the king of useless knowledge, Joe Butler and Clementine. <laughs> Welcome back, both of you. And Hi. before we get too far, I want to mention two things. One, we have a Patreon. We are currently this month doing a psychic Patreon poll. We're covering four different shows. You get to choose what we're going to watch. First episode of either Psych, The Mentalist, Monk, or Veronica Mars. I know that's not really psychic, but I couldn't think of a fourth one, so we just threw that in there. So definitely go check it out for as little as a dollar. You see the link in our show notes to our Patreon. You can go vote. And the other thing I want to say, there will be a giveaway in the middle of this episode each week for Spooktober and probably onward. I have a lot of Steam codes to give away, so listen up in the middle. I will stop, and we will give away a Steam code. So that is something to look forward to. And I should introduce what we're going to be talking about tonight. So my dumbass thought it'd be a good idea to cover this game. <laughs> so and not realizing that 2012 Mike and and 2021 Mike are not the same person at all. We are covering Telltale's The Walking Dead season one from 2012. Came out Yay. on everything made by Telltale, published by Telltale, and now is owned by someone else because Telltale went bankrupt owned by skybound who actually makes the walking dead comics so it still works out in the end oh okay they're the ones that bought it then yeah okay i, yes. I remember when their name popped up when this first all happened when that all happened back then that was 2018 because i was like oh no i better pick up this game in any complete form physical that i can find before it disappears in the world mm-hmm. This, mm-hmm. this is also i like to think of a uh, part two of last week's podcast so this is dad vengeance you know which was not on purpose by the way when I picked the, the games, and you're on all three of them, <laughs> when I picked them, I did not think about it, but you are right. That's not true. I'm not on the next two, so that's that. Well, no, the other one that's dad-related. I play yeah. I want to have you on. <laughs> so we'll talk about it all after, but God, this is it's a fucked up game. This is a totally great game, suitable for the family. <laughs> Deals with strong family values. Man, I can't okay. wait to have a girl. And play this game of her. Two things. One, there'll be spoilers for The Walking Dead Season 1 Telltale. I mean, it's a story, completely story-driven game, so I need to put that out there. And two, just with a disclaimer, we're going to talk about death. We're going to talk about kids in danger. We're going to talk about some shitty shit. So I don't even know where else it might go, but just be warned. We're going to get a little intense with some stuff that because this game deals with that. So I just want to make sure I put that out there before we go too far. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Oh, first, I should ask, what system did we all play this on? I, uh, I played it on PC. Okay. Hey. Yeah, it, it was it was on. Thankfully, I think I told both of you it was on sale. They had like the entire Telltale series, so I was able to nab everything. So, yeah. I also played this on PC. I own this on many different things, but that's just what I grabbed it on. Because that was I, I played. I played it on PC, but I actually used mouse and keyboard to play this one, and that that's a really good control scheme. Everything just works. Yeah, Super it works. Cool. Yeah, I agree. It works surprisingly well. Yeah. And I think I played it with a controller last time. And I was like, well, this feels like it's made for the controller because I think sometimes when you do like an action prompt, it actually still has space for the face buttons of a controller. But it works really well on PC. So surprising. An adventure game works well on PC. <laughs> Who would have thought? Who would have thought? <laughs> and this is a game you can still buy on Steam, unlike not all of Telltale's games. Most of them don't exist anymore, but this one does. If anyone wants to play this, I don't recommend buying this. I recommend shelling out the $40 for the entire series, which is yes. remastered, I believe. 
Yes. And has an Easter egg that I'll bring up later. Okay. I have that collection also, but I also own it on Steam. I got it in bundles all the time. Humble bundles and fanatical bundles and all sorts of stuff like that. Oh, is there a remastered version of this game? Yes. Man, because this game ran like dog shit on my computer. Yeah, that I've had people snap into place, T-pose, like T-pose very quickly, but quickly enough for me to notice. Oh, I had none of that. Man, I like episode one looked good all throughout episode two. Just jittery. It was it looked horrible. And then it never happened again. I want to oh. say the, the least amount of problems I had was maybe the last episode. I don't think I noticed anything except maybe like one or two small things. But like the first my first four episodes, like I had it constantly people snapping and like you could you, I swear I've seen characters like in one spot and then shift over like a whole three feet. Huh? Crazy, crazy shit. I didn't have any of those problems. I mean, everything ran smoothly for me. So <laughs> each their own. I'm just surprised. I'm thankful, but I'm surprised. <laughs> Speaking of surprises, this is a game. This is a very surprising game. Huh. So, Still so looks good. About, so you're talking about playing on keyboard. I played on controller, and the one reason I like playing on controller is because you can play it one-handed. So that's my other favorite part. Okay. I, I play with keyboard just because I could. <laughs> I didn't want to. I like playing everything on PC with keyboard at this point. I don't know. It just felt better i guess i mean but i can see a controller would be just fine because this game is made for controller i do want to say for first thing the graphics hold up really well still because it's all a cell shading game so everything looks good still yeah like it's all it's, it, it just looks like a comic book like, yeah. a, like an actual well done comic book game which was nice and we don't get we don't get a lot of shell shading anymore so it is really nice you, you do in borderlands another telltale game which i have never played by the way if, if you're not a fan of Borderlands, I don't recommend it. I'm not. A, I never played Borderlands one or two. I, I tried Tales from Borderlands. But I didn't get very far because I just have no nothing with the series. So it didn't do anything for me. Yeah, that makes sense. It was just stupid to me. So, yeah, I try to play good games. <laughs> so this game, this game starts off with like the weirdest, like the opening. I forgot how intense this opening gets in, in the simplified way that it does it like. You just start off, you're in the back of a cop car, you're talking to the guy, and he's like, oh, everyone says that every, they're innocent all the time back here, but you're not saying that. Like, I mean, you can, but you're just sitting there. And it's so simple, but it's like you can you keep seeing all these cars, cop cars going back to the city, and the lights are going. And I mean, anyone who, you know, I knew where this was going, because I knew Walking Dead from the comics and the show, which is already out at this time. But just the way that they portray it, I think, is very well, how it starts off. I mean, Michael, yeah. it, it's a show about called The Walking Dead. And you're in a cop car. Where you think you're going to go to jail and spend happy time for like a couple episodes. And... <laughs> I mean, that would have been cool, too. That would have been cool. But but yeah, to, I mean, to illustrate further on that point, this game does a remarkable job of showing you and not telling you because that opening sequence is great. Like it slowly builds up where the way the camera moves you and the character you're controlling Lee is starting to kind of see what's all going on. Yet your main attention is directed to the police officer, just talking nonsense to you. And it, it's great. The way it builds up to the crash on the road. Fantastic. And then the game just keeps doing that throughout the rest of the episodes. So one thing I like about this game is you, you can straight up. And it, it, it's one thing that, I, I like to, everyone loves to make fun of about this game. 
every time you say something it is in the corner he always brings up that whoever you're talking to remember that whether you're rude or whatever and you can straight up be a, a straight butthole to this cop mm-hmm. and, and it, it it it's really interesting because they leave uh lee's backstory kind of open so you can interpret it to where he can either what he did was an accident or he was just a really bad person <laughs> I like that how much yeah. you can alter your character because the whole thing about Telltale games because they 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 mm-hmm. they get this format going they don't stop is that it's all about choices you just mainly just text boxes come up you have a timer you pick the text box and you click on things and you move forward an adventure game for those that don't mm-hmm. know and it works I mean it, it holds it holds your interest the whole time well my my biggest problem though and it's not it's it's not that this game doesn't hold up well but this this is the very this is i believe want to say it's not their first game but it's kind of the game where people people know what telltale's for this game's choices really don't matter this <laughs> this is the beginning where like you could you could pick two things and then like a character could die in the next five minutes that you just saved or they could die like in two episodes but usually if if you pick something, it'll usually erase itself by the end of the game. Maybe. Yeah, most to, don't matter. To a certain extent. Yeah, to, to a certain, to a certain extent. extent. I guess anything dealing, unless it deals with Clementine, doesn't really matter. And I'll 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 explain that in like the the last for the fifth episode because the the ending of the fourth episode of the fifth episode really like it has a whole thing where it's like, wow, that's a choice I just couldn't make in general. <laughs> this game makes you make some tough choices too. And they don't matter, but make make tough choices. Yeah, I mean, going back through this game after I have already beaten it and kind of like I beat it back when it came out in 2012, so I kind of knew like where the story was going. Even though I forgot a lot, and I forgot like in the first scene after you get out of the cop car and you have because you get into a car accident, and you have to kill the cop, and you as you as you go through this and you end up at Clementine's house. I had forgotten about as you're talking to her on the radio, the babysitter comes comes back to see you, and yeah. she's a zombie. Completely forgot that. Even I didn't weird. even realize it was the babysitter the first time I played it. I was just like, oh, shit, there's like a girl here now. But then like now that I'm older and and smarter, air <laughs> croak, it's like, oh, shit, that's a babysitter. Oh, man, this game's cool. Even weirder, like that the babysitter comes out of nowhere is because you can look around that whole house and she's just not there. Yeah. Eh, video games. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I took it as maybe she was upstairs and she climbed down i didn't really think much about it i just oh god there's a zombie here mm-hmm. zombies man crazy <laughs> i mean it's just so like in the whole like beginning how he just finds clementine she you know he just convinces this girl to come with him and everything that goes along with that where like even just in this beginning you're asking you know questions and like you and there's a scene if you walk in the kitchen i think you have to do you're gonna step in blood and you're gonna be all covered in blood too i'm like well this this ain't gonna help this ain't gonna look good yeah and it's, it's like clementine's eight years old in the very beginning of the game and like she does some very eight-year-old kid things and they never really betray that for her character she's like still just an eight-year-old girl this entire game and it's it works very well towards the end of the game when they start actually using her more at first she's just kind of like that placeholder just like oh you have someone you have to take care of so that's why people trust him because he has a little girl with him like it's right after you run into two guys that are trying to fix a car or move a car or something and they to go and you have to help them and then they they go with you and they drive off to a farm mm-hmm. that doesn't work out so well for them but like it's interesting because there's little things that are peppered from the comics or from the show because i was familiar with the show at this time which would have been season one and two and maybe three was already out i can't remember exactly but when i played it but so you have that happening so like when they get to the farm you meet herschel which was a character that was in the walking dead show for a while 
from season yeah. two and on. So I, you know, they, they pepper in a little bit of stuff from the show or the comics in here, but not for long. Well, it, it's mostly the comics, but I think it's even funnier too is the 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 character designs for the for the game or comic accurate. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. I never I read some of the comics, but I can't. I'm a wait because Herschel doesn't die; he just lost his son. But I don't remember anything in the comics with Herschel. I only, I only read the first trade once, and it was a long time ago. Yeah, no, and what is it that that's the setup for in in the comics, which is funny. Because that that's the whole big twist of uh, Herschel's farm in the comics is that he's keeping, I want to say, a couple family members mm, in the barn. Uh, yeah, he's keeping a couple of his family members alive in the barn. That then that's the, the start of it is his son. Oh, OK, that's kind of cool. I vaguely remember it from the show where he had people in the barn and, and the girls knew about it. But it's been a long damn time. So uh, one thing since since we're getting off to the farm already, the the we're, we skipped a little bit over it. So I want rewind a little you know, bit. Feel free. Yeah, the choices of the game are very interesting. So the first actual choice you make in this game is where to leave at the day or at night. So if you leave during the day, it's Herschel's son and his friend trying to push their car out of the way. But if you decide to leave at night, it's just Herschel's son and you can actually see his friend zombified whenever you're leaving. Man, that's okay, crazy. That's cool. Yeah, so that that's actually your very first choice that actually does matter. Well, not really matter, but it, it's a choice that you can make. And then to which, since we're on the farm, we're going to get into which I believe we're going to fight over to, to a certain extent because people have argued for years over this character development and this character. Enter the Boatmaster Kenny. The best guy. Eh, he's, he's fine. I mean, he has a opening. He has an ending. Well, I guess an ending for the, the episode or for the, you know, the whole season. Like, I mean, he, he sticks around the entire time. Like, I... I knew he survived for a long time, so I was purposely doing things to side with him because I knew that he was going to be around. So I wanted him to like me. Yeah. And I think he's so this game really just succeeds in a lot of emotional manipulation. And Kenny is a major factor in that. Kenny's family and Clementine really add to this whole like investment to it because Kenny is just a guy from Florida, which we already just should hate. But he's also just a nice guy with a really sick ass mustache. And he seems like a just a genuinely good father. Maybe. So we'll get a little bit more into it, too. I know. But one thing that a lot of people seem to like, because I don't know a lot of people hate Kenny. And a lot of people who hate Kenny are usually single dudes or younger dudes or dudes who don't have family. Because I completely understand Kenny's whole situation throughout the entire episodes of him being like, I have to protect my family. I have to get my family out of here to get somewhere safe. And it, it's just one of the things where like people are like, oh, I can't believe, you know, uh, Kenny's so selfish and he does all these things that are messed up. And it's like, well, yeah, but what are you willing to do for the for your family? Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. It does. I mean, I yeah. get it. Like I am. So I am a father and like I can understand like you're going to do what you have to for your family, especially in a case where the world went to hell. Zombies are running around everywhere. There is no government. You have to do what you have to do to survive. Your family is the thing that's going to matter the most. Like, it makes sense. And I think he's a believable character for the most part in this. Yeah. And one of the bi first big decisions is <clears throat> when you're on the farm, an accident happens involving Kenny's son and Herschel's son. And there's a real split second decision you have to make. It's like, do which one do you want to help? Not necessarily which one do you want to save, but are you going to side with a kid or you're going to side with a adult son. And that carries repercussions through the entire game. 
because I chose this time to save Sean, the Herschel's son, which is an adult man, instead of trying to save an eight-year-old boy. And that fucked me up the entire game. <laughs> yeah. Well, he dies either way, what the guide told mm-hmm. me. So I, yeah. I, I cheated. I played the game with the guide. But he never lets that go. This duck survives, right? Even if you go for Sean? Mm-hmm. Okay, so then he just never forgives you for going after Sean instead? Never forgives you. Even in the last episode, he's like, you didn't you didn't go save my son. It's like, dude, that was like four months ago. So one one thing that, like I said, these games are fine, but they don't age well. If you do anything these entire episodes to spite Kenny, even one decision that is my least favorite decision to make. If you do one thing against Kenny's wishes, he brings that up the entire series and just hates you for it. Yeah. Motherfucker has like a better memory than like my mother-in-law. I swear. <laughs> I say one thing during Thanksgiving dinner, 10 years later, still being brought up. But Kenny, he just he just he has an ironclad memory. <sighs> yeah, he's one of those characters that does not let things go like cuz it's early on when you after the farm cuz after the Sean gets killed, they kick you out of the farm because oh, I got to get you out of here because you can't be here. Because this is going to go into because I think this game is supposed to go alongside the comics. At least it was originally. I want to say it still does. Oh, so the, okay. I don't know enough about the comics, or I don't know anything about episode or season two and on. I know nothing. Um. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and get into a little bit. So we're going to move on from we leave we leave the farm to the the, the pharmacy. pharmacy. Okay. Lily is in the comics. A lot of people don't know this because they cut her character from the TV show. So spoilers for early in the show comics whatever lily's the right hand man of the governor in the comics and in fact she leaves because the governor kills rick's wife and child oh yeah and she she she's actually a little bit in the comics and they actually explain in the comics that she when she works at the air force base and her her final scene in the comics is whenever the governor is taking pot shots at the main characters and he shoot and she's like you're shooting at children dude and he's like, I don't care. And he, one of the bullets hits Rick's wife and probably the baby. They never actually confirmed if the baby dead or not. But in the comics, the baby dies. Yeah, and the show, they hit it. Yeah. And she basically just is like, you know what? I'm not dealing with you anymore. And she leaves permanently in the comic. Huh. that's cool. <laughs> OK, that I didn't know. Because I because I, you meet up with her in this first part. But I had no idea that I did. The only character I knew that was in here that was from the comics was Glenn. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. Which. I thought it was funny you meet Glenn and then by the end of this whole session, Glenn leaves, you know, and this is also where you can side with Kenny or side with Lily when you start having a whole conversation because they think Duck got bit, even though Duck didn't get bit while you're trying to get inside this. When you go show up this town and you find zombies and you end up hiding in a pharmacy with a bunch of people. Man, talk about tension. That is just like like I know it's a game about zombies and the end of the world and shit. But then when that happens and you're like, oh, shit, now I have to figure out if a little boy is bitten he's going to turn to a zombie absolutely and everybody's just yelling oh man that's the one thing this game really just good at is making the tension all about human people and like, at the same the same time yeah. clementine's like i gotta go to the bathroom i gotta go to the yes. bathroom <laughs> and you're just ignoring her you're like yeah 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 whatever we'll, we'll get to it like yeah <laughs> And it's, it's good. Like it, it still hit me. And I forgotten that the pharmacy was his family had owned the pharmacy and he's trying to hide that because he doesn't want people to realize that, you know, he was arrested for murder and stuff. Yeah. Which was- is also freaking awesome. We get a main character that actually has like nuance. And then once you learn this, you're like, oh, shit. Should I act differently? Should I actually play into 
being a sympathetic hero? Should I be like an actual person that, you know, murdered my uh, murdered someone? But yeah, so off the chart. I think there's a line of dialogue here. Uh, It's a little bit later on or whatever. There's a line of dialogue that I actually use for this game for my my third playthrough because I I beat it first with with a family member and I, I played it again, making different decisions in my first playthrough playing it again whenever the second season come out, came out so I could have my decisions actually matter. And I play it this time, and there's a lot of dialogue that I decided to keep going with it, keep rolling out with it, which is when Carly tells you, we could use a guy who's really good at murdering people. <laughs> so I kept to that, and that that influenced my decision. <laughs> okay. Yeah, how did how did everybody really play? Did you did you like try and lie to as many people as possible? Because I tried to play as super honest as possible, even if it got me in trouble, which turns out got me and Kenny on bad terms. But I tried to just be super honest and very rational. Same. It did not turn out well. I tried to be honest. I tried to. I also try to make decisions as if it was me. And I like to think that in most cases, I'm going to be honest. Most cases, I'm going to try to be good. Even if, I mean, I chose my, you know, myself when I have to, but I tried to. That's how I try to play these games. To be fair, I there's no there is a worse repercussion to being not honest in in my personal opinion. So there's no reason not to be honest in any of these games, especially like we we're talking about earlier, like in the first episode, you can tell everyone like you can lie to everyone and be like, oh, I'm, I'm Clementine's dad. And you completely can mess up that lie later. But like, it's so much easier to be like, I don't know who this little girl is. I found her and now I'm praising her. And everyone's always like, you're a good man for that. I like you, even though we might find out you're a murderer later. <laughs> Except Larry, because Larry can go fuck himself. Oh, well, he, he uh, does. <laughs> get, get what he deserves next episode we'll talk about. But just everything with the pharmacy, like having to look around for stuff, like it was it was good. And then and you get sent off to go to the the motel. I forget why you go. Oh, you go to the motel because one of your guys, Glenn, from the show and the comic, had heard someone needed help. You have to go to the motel and you have like a little action scene. you got to like move around and grab items and take out the zombies like that's a very interesting little action scene i like it a lot yeah that's actually like throughout the entire game you get these little moments of pseudo action and you know the first episode does a really good job of like you you got to be sneaky you got to like actually be resourceful look at your environment and actually play this like an adventure game but there's gonna be a little bit of quicker elements peppered in for fun because it needs to be a modern game I mean, it, it's like there's one where you have to grab a remote from a drawer and then you have the remote later if you can turn on TVs at one point to do to to get out of the pharmacy and the zombies are distracted. You can get the keys from your dead brother. Oh, <clears throat> he takes way too long to take out his brother, though, man. That I, mean, I get it. But it's just like um, he's dead. Just you got everyone surrounded. You wants to kill you. Just get it done. Hurry up and get out. He doesn't even like do it in one hit. He like no. hits his brother like three, four times. He talked to him first. <laughs> Yeah. Oh boy. He misses. He misses like the first two times. Like he 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 doesn't aim for the head, but he he misses. Like I I feel like he does it. Like it, it, it's supposed to be a really emotional scene too. So you can imagine why he misses. Yeah. And this and then so you get back and of course all the zombies are after you now because of what you did. So when you oh we should, I forgot something at the motel you have to make a big decision. Your first one of your first tough decision where you find someone that's infected. You have to choose to either kill her or, you know, you can't take her with you. And I mean, I just I think I just give her the gun, let her shoot herself. But that's a cool little scene to really make you feel for people. Oh, so you gave her the gun, Mike? Yeah, I let her shoot herself. Oh, man. What did you do, Joseph? I gave her the gun to shoot herself. 
uh, I was like, nah, I'm not going to let you do that. We fought. And like you actually break the awning in the motel and like you go down and no matter what you do, even if you choose to give her the gun or not give her the gun, she still kills herself. Well, that's but, this game. Yeah. I mean, things but that are going to happen in this game happen almost no matter what, whether you depending on what I mean, it tricks you into that. Like people really believe, oh, man, they, everything can be so different, but it's not just until you play. There's also a really good line when you're you find out that the girl has been bitten and you're like, oh, no, she's bitten. It, but then she's like, I have a boyfriend. And Glenn's like, oh, shit, you have a boyfriend. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and Cardi's like, what What does that matter right now? <laughs> that completely changes the course of conversation. Because I love that. Like, no matter what, at the end of the world, man is still going to be like, I need to get laid. <laughs> like, I'm going to go help a girl because you know what? That's gonna, I'm going to be a hero. But no, she has a boyfriend. See, you say that, and then that also affects your final choice for this game. So you shut your mouth, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I look forward to getting there. And, like, back to the pharmacy. So when you get back to the pharmacy and you have the keys and everything, like, when everything goes to shit, it is interesting. Like, I, I like when they start breaking in and you're trying to get out and you have to do all this stuff. And it's like, and this is when you when you make one of the big decisions that you have to either save the girl, Carly, or save the guy, Doug. I have I have played this game twice. Each time I always save Carly because she's a girl. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. Well, also, she's a girl with a crack shot. Like the game emotionally manipulates you. It's like you should save Carly. She's useful. What else are you gonna save? You're gonna save Doug, a forty year old like nerd. Oh, I'm, so, I'm like, fucked up. So like, I, why would I, you save him? I've saved Doug before, and it's kind of weird saving Doug. And I'll get into that in a second episode because like the differences are super weird. But I saved Doug this time. Oh, you did? Okay, cool. Oh yeah. But okay. yeah, no, you know, it's one of the things too, which we've had this conversation, Nick, which is. Hmm, who am I going to save, Doug or this girl who knew my secret and is like, hey, I know you kill a dude. That's pretty cool. It's like probably going to pick the girl. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's just a cool because it does affect so much. Because if you don't save, you know, if you depending who you say, that's who shows up for a while. Mm-hmm. And I think you yeah. all would get you just get out of here. And then you go to the motel is what wraps up the episode. Yeah. The motel, probably one of the like not top five, but a really bad place to hang out during the zombie apocalypse. Oh, yeah, that's a shitty motel. Aren't all motels shitty? Yes. Yeah, some have vending machines. Um, <laughs> this one doesn't. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, well, just the fact, like, hiding in a motel, like, it doesn't feel like you can make it that safe. But, I mean, they, they stay there for a while, we obviously see. Like, they made it fortified. Uh, three months, according to the second episode. I like that little three-month cut to kind of like, okay, they've been together for a little bit. Like, they kind of know, you know, they're starting to know. This is a fucked up episode completely. This is probably the most fucked up of all five, I think. Are we on the second episode now? Any last thing to say about episode one? No, not that I... Oh, uh, that door is rude to you this entire series. Um, Which door? So the episode ends where, you know, you you make your choice, you're all leaving. That that door knocks you on your ass, and then Larry... Depending on what happens, Larry punches your face in, and... And I think which is which is if you do, if you save his son, you get a, my favorite line of dialogue, which is Kenny helping you up and is like, I'm sick of seeing people die today. Yeah. No, okay. I mean, so at so right now, like going into episode two, you got Lee, you got Clementine, you got Kenny and his wife and his son, Duck. Then you also have either you would have Carly, who is the girl with the handgun or the nerd Doug, 
And then you have Lily and her father, Larry, which is a huge motherfucker. You're forgetting one person, Nick. Who? Mark. Yeah, the the filler character, Mark, who... Oh, who showed up in between the three-month point. He he joined him because had, he had food, so they let him join the group, they say. My, my, favorite, yeah. my favorite line from him is when you first meet him, he goes, Man, I sure love my legs. Ah! <laughs> I didn't catch that. No, it's not there. I'm just saying, like... Oh. It, yeah, like, it'd be really funny if he's just like, man, I sure, I'm a new character. And, like, even back then, I was like, I know where this is going. I specifically know where this is going. Yeah, as soon as he showed up, I had, like, some cognitive dissonance. So I was like, who the fuck is this guy? I don't know this guy. Don't worry, it won't matter. Yeah. Like, I hope he stays around for a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this season, or this episode just starts with a rough opening where you, you end up in the woods. And you find somebody who got trapped in a fancy ass bear trap. And you either have to leave them there to get killed by the walkers or you cut off their leg to get them out of the trap to try to save them. So Mm -hmm. I cut off his leg this time, which is takes four. I think four hits you have to do to get his to get his leg off, which is just. Yeah, I'm doing it. So a lot of people don't know you can't chop his leg off. Mm -hmm. What what do you mean? Wait, I told you, Mark. Mike, did you know you can't chop his leg off? I chopped his leg off. Did you know you can't? Did you guys know you can't? Like, you mean you can choose not to? Yes. Oh, yeah. No, I knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I also wanted to save him because I'm a goddamn hero. So I I didn't know that. And the way I found out is when when the game first came out, I was watching a review on IGN for the second episode. And I thought, no, I had already beaten the episode. And I was watching a review on IGN. And IGN has a different, has the, where is it? Where it shows you carrying the the teen and the, the the teen that gets shot in the stomach, and I was like, "But wait, he ends up being left for dead." And then whatever, what happens afterwards? And I was like, "Wait, you can make a different choice there." So that's how I found out that happened. Oh, so you can actually leave the guy, and instead of the guy coming back to the camp, the teenager comes back to the camp. Yeah, yeah, you can try everything to cutting down the tree with your axe. Like you, you just have to sit there and just whack the chain until someone's like, "That's not going to work." And then you try the trap, and then Mark's like, that's not going to work. And then you can try chopping the, the tree down, to which Kenny's like, Lee, that's not going to work. And then, Oh, wow. Yeah, and then to which it's like, he, he's not, he, we can't get him out without, because he does say, please don't cut my leg off. And so you can try everything, and they're like, well, sucks to be you, dude. And you can pick the kid up and walk away. <laughs> huh. It's a, tr- it's, a, it's a tough scene. It was real. Like, I like, okay, this is bugging. Like, this whole episode. This is when I really didn't want to play the game anymore. <laughs> I mean, I remember this episode. Like, I knew where it was going. I remember the first time I played it, um, I was shocked. But this time I knew what was what was coming. I knew what was happening. I knew the, you know, the theme of it. But it's still, it hits. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like you bring him back and then you have Katja trying to rest it, you know, save him because he just got his leg cut off. Then you end up into an argument with Lily about food depending on who you side with and you have to give out the food and you can't feed everybody like it it gets some pretty dark moments that are very depressing in this that that was a good scene like you have nine people you got to give food to and Ten you only get yourself. four yeah well who fed themselves <laughs> i don't i didn't either yeah i didn't i didn't feed myself because i'm a goddamn hero <laughs> But like, there's actually a really cool scene where you're talking to Katja, and she actually refuses the food. And so I was trying to be nice to Kenny and try to also be nice to Lily because I like Lily. Lily is a Lily is like my favorite person in this in the entire uh, game. 
But like, no matter what you do, I still don't like Larry. So I just never gave him food because fuck. I don't guy. even. Yeah, so, Larry sucks. So <laughs> they they tell you earlier on that you can't be on the fence this episode. That's one of the choices you can super be on the fence on, which is I believe the the best way to to even out the being nice is you go to Kenny. Kenny says he doesn't want to eat. So you tell he says, go feed my family. Kacha won't eat either. So she says that. So she says you feed the kids. So I always feed, which is the best way to be on the fence. You feed Duck, Clementine, Larry and Lily. Oh, <laughs> oh man. You're kind yeah, of I guess that's, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't see. I, I, I said Kenny, the kid and Carly because I liked her. Yeah, I had Doug, so I think I fed the kids, Lily, and then to to put it to Larry, I fed Mark right next to Larry. <laughs> <laughs> so you were an extra asshole. Oh yeah, gotta get it in before he decides to leave. He doesn't really decide to leave; he just doesn't have a choice. Meh. That's how I put it. <laughs> it's a good episode, like it, you know, because it really shows how hungry they are and what's all happening, and then it. I think shortly after this, when you're arguing at the place at the at the motor, and this is when you find out that there's somebody comes looking for gas. And like, oh yeah, we have food. These two farmers come. Like, oh, you want to come with us? Yeah, that's a good idea. Whose mom hates them because her names are Andy and Danny. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. And they and so I completely forgot about the big twist in this entire episode. And I was just thinking, man, these guys are just some nice hicks. I was like, oh, you know what? This is totally going to be a f- totally fine. We're going to go to this farm. Everything's going to be cool. And I was like, I like these guys so far. Seem like really nice men. You so, completely forgot where this goes. Just completely forgot where this goes. <laughs> yeah, it ain't nice. This no. is one of the harder parts for me of this game. Like, is everything that kind of goes on with it, where you have to then you you partner with them. You go back to the farm, and you're trying to convince the other people to go with you to get food, and it's hard. Like, yeah. stuff goes on, like, oh, like, hey, we're hungry. Oh, well, we're getting dinner ready. We'll feed you later. And then, like, they don't, they don't, they take forever to feed you. Like, they know you're starving, but they're like, nah, you're fine. Can I rewind a little bit, too? Because there's of something course. that we skipped over that's actually, I think, is uh, interesting to the series that I, I, as what I was bringing up earlier, I don't know if this twist was revealed in the show yet. So it'd be really funny to be like, if you were, if you hadn't, if you haven't, either you hadn't caught up to the show or I want to say this this game came out after that big twist in the show, but it's revealed whenever you bring whoever you save in the forest back to the camp that no matter what happens, you will turn into a zombie. Oh, yes, that was revealed at the end of season or beginning of season two. It was the end of season three, I thought. Is it that late? It, it's at the farm. It ends up happening whenever they it's it's Rick's friend, the one that has sex with his wife. Uh huh. That's the end of season the end of the two farm. when that happens. When, is it the end when they kill two? him. Okay. Yes. Okay. So I thought it was season three. I thought they had, he sticks around for a while. So I thought it was in season three. No, he's only in one and two. And in one, he in one they find out because the guy in the CDC place tells them this that you're everyone's infected. And then it isn't until season two that they show everybody. Yeah, they, it's yeah. Rick doesn't say anything until like it happens to him. Like he he goes from the dead, and they're like, "Wait, I thought you like stabbed him to death. He wasn't bitten." And that's when he's like, "Oh yeah, the CDC scientist told me that you know even if we're not bit, we still come back." So that's one thing that I think is interesting about this universe. I don't think any other zombie universe does that. 
but it, it's it's the premise of the the term the walking dead because the the big point in the comics which isn't actually revealed till later on way later on in the comics where rick has his big moment where he yells at the group we are the walking dead oh that's cool i did not know that yeah i didn't i never read much of the comics so i i skimmed because the show was really good i wanted to see what the differences were which is a lot apparently it was really good yeah you're right <laughs> So it's just this episode, I think, is 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 good. Like the whole thing with the farm, like I just you're just kind of there trying to help them. And at one point, like they took, oh, hey, we need to go fix the fence, which I find amusing how when they send you to go fix the fence, like they turn it on at the end of it to kill you because they're trying to get rid of you and eat you, I guess, already. Yeah, that fence, I think, is kind of a good idea, but they, they kind of it's it's a weird thing of like I always bring up in in apocalypse shows which is like when are you gonna run out of gas because it's always one of the things you always have to think of and like even later on in series it's like oh we're gonna go out in the country and we have all this gas and it's not here because i think it's like like we said earlier it's only like a three months difference but there's times where like in shows it's been like five years and it's like we still have gas it's like how it's been five years yeah that's, and it's not something you can produce without you know technology yeah fiction mm-hmm, but so then there's the whole thing with the Raiders, too, that I think is kind of weird. It's not the best. I mean, it, it's there to kind of, like, fill in the plot of, like, as you get defense turned on and you, Mark gets shot in the in the shoulder. And the whole thing is, like, you're trying to escape from them. Like, hey, we had a deal and you guys didn't follow the deal. Or, you know, we want food. And they're all upset. And, like, do you kind of see that there was a, a deal with the bandits? Not what you thought there was. Yeah. Did. I mean, it's supposed to kind of start showing that the people that you think are all friendly at the farm are not good. They they're kind of missing skipping out on what the deal was, but did the did the bandits know they were eating people? I don't think so. They just knew they had food. Okay, but that also goes into what is it? So yeah, and then and then since I don't want to gloss over because it's a pretty important decision, which is which is the one which I made differently this time. Did you shoot Jolene? Uh, no, I let her get shot by one of the brothers, Danny. Yeah, I didn't. I don't shoot her because I because the guide said she dies either way. So I'm like, okay, I just won't be the murderer then. Oh, I shot her because I thought it was funny because she she threatens you. She flat out threatens you, and I'm like, you know what? I I don't have time for this. I just shot her in the head, and his reaction's still really weird when you shoot her too, which I think is funny. I mean, either way, like because a lot of this game, like it makes you think that you have an effect, but either way, the same event is going to happen. It just depends on if you do it or not. Yeah, there's like maybe That's- like yeah, go ahead, Nick. And like that's the start where for me, since I forgot everything about the farm, when you shoot her, that guy starts acting weird and he's like really obsessive with his gun. And he's like, this gun's very pretty. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, it's like, this is not cool. I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I mean, they become real weird pretty quick, especially when you when you get past the band apart, you come back with Mark. And they're like, oh, Mark's been shot. Let's let's take him in the house and I'll help patch him up and if you ask to go see mark they won't let you go see mark yeah i mean older reba mcintyre's like over there's like honey don't worry i got him it's like well can i see him did you hear what i fucking said <laughs> no i got him he's fine it's like jesus it's oh and it's it's intense and then like the whole thing with joe you know you're talking about the vanicamp with jolene where and then like i think it's when you get you get back from that and i think that's when you're starting to suspect in the farm and you you find this one shed they won't let you open. And when you open the shed, you find out that there's like a bunch of like a whole room where they were cutting up meat and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, how do you think we, you know, we're a butcher. You know, we have to kill animals. What do you think? Like it, it makes sense. Like, okay. I mean, I knew yeah. it wasn't what you think it is, but 
you know, it well, couldn't he, make t- sense. he told me that. He told me that. I was like, yeah, we butcher our animals. And my dumb ass was like, totally makes sense. I'm so sorry I ever doubted you. I didn't do that. I mean, I knew what it was. So I was like, mm, okay. Oh, but I mean, like, from a, from a standpoint, I'm like, okay, this can, like, you know, if you were in this situation. So, yeah. That this has my favorite line of dialogue, which I think is is sums up Kenny's character also really well too, which is I, you you giggling knows where it's going, which is him going, "Hey, well, you know how to pick a lock, right?" And he's like, "Why would you think I know how to pick a lock? You know, you're urban, racist. <laughs> yeah, racist. <laughs> like shit. I'm from Florida. Yeah, I'm from crazy Florida. Shit just yeah, crazy shit just flies out of my mouth. Yeah, it was funny. It didn't. It was like, oh god." Kenny's a great guy. I think it's 2012. Okay, I get it. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. But, like that that dinner scene is so fucked up. Depending on how you do that, you know, like yeah, you you come there and they yeah. find like okay, we're gonna get the food, but why don't you go wash your hands first? They like they know you're hungry, and I think it's funny because you can you're supposed to you're supposed to go upstairs, not wash your hands, and they're like, where are you, Lee? Like they don't come looking for you, and you think they would come looking for him. You have to go up the stairs. Go to a do- go to a wall and open a closet and move stuff and find this hidden room. Yeah, you're and making you find... a lot of fucking noise upstairs. Yeah, like, like you think someone would go, hmm, maybe we should go investigate what the guy that went to go wash his hands is doing. I think the no. weird, I think the weirder part of that whole scene too is Lee knows what to do before you do. Because I remember when I first played this, I was like, why can't I wash my hands? And then like it kind of goes to where it, it, you can't go in the bathroom, and Lee just kind of morphs into the stairs and you're like i guess i'm going up the stairs then oh, i didn't notice that because i didn't try because i was also using a guide so yeah i can't remember how i played originally but i mean you go up like the whole thing when you you go open the door and you find mark <laughs> with no leg so i have a weird question why are they keeping him in the house if they don't want them to know you're eating people well they got to keep him up they got to keep him alive because if they if, if he dies the meat the meat gets tainted Okay, but there's a whole back room later on. Why didn't they just keep him in the back room instead of keep him in the house? Because then the scene wouldn't work the way it did. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Chip. I mean, the logical point maybe. Well, like you couldn't do the morphine drip because they needed power, but they could have probably done. Yeah. No. Like. Yeah. I got nothing other than the game needed to happen that way. Because when you slide open the door and he's like, you see him and he has no legs. I'm like, oh my god, how's your shoulder? <laughs> and it's like <laughs> he's just sitting there. I'm like, oh man. How'd you get out of the tub, Mark? Yeah, how'd you get out of the tub? Climbed. No. I didn't give him With the your arms. Yet. You had two arms. Yeah, you had two arms. I'm sure the arms were coming next, though. So when you run downstairs, you also notice that that meat is particularly disc-shaped. You know, like if someone slammed the leg down and just cut the leg into, like, slabs of, like, cut meat. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah, I, I always think that's really funny to notice that. So, question time. Did Clementine eat any of the meat? No. No. I made Clementine eat a person. And <laughs> I'm I, because I'm, I'm a goddamn hero. I'm going to bop you in the head. <laughs> well, no, I stopped. Gives, I, I stopped yeah. immediately. Well, I looked at what the guide said, only say this. So I just did what they said. But oh, like that. Because you can approach this thing differently. You, go, they go, you can go and like say that you can say certain things and they'll just laugh at you. Yeah. And like it shows how much of an eight year old is. Because I go in there, it's like, it's people. And they're like, well, yeah, we're at dinner. Of course, it's people. <laughs> And then Clementine just eats it. It's like, oh, this shit's yummy. It's like, guys, no, it's people. It's like, yeah, people cook this food. Duh. It's like, oh, my God. You're eating Mark, you guys. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. Mark is a person. So my, my favorite thing about that, <laughs> my favorite part about that scene is you can stop Clementine. So when you walk in, she's not eating, but ducks just go into town. 
Oh, Duck is like he, ravenous. Yeah, he, his face was in his plate just eating, which I think is funny because I think, honestly, I think uh, you can't tell who eats in that scene, but I feel like Duck ate the most in that scene. <laughs> I mean, they were all starving in their defense. Yeah, every, Larry was hungry, if you know what I mean, I mean. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I was trying to get on that. that he complains that saying. he ate the food and you didn't stop him. Yeah. <laughs> in the next scene, but. Uh, it, it's it was it's just such a fucked up scene, and then you try to stop them. They all pull out their guns, and then pretty much you know subdue you and knock. You, I think they knock you out. They knock the hell out. Yeah, yeah. And then they you wake up in a freezer. Mm-hmm. Which this is another really fucked up scene too. Where so you're trying to figure out <sighs> a way out. Larry's just banging on the door, bitching at them. Like, yeah, that's gonna work. And then yeah. as he's doing that, he has a heart attack. And Lily's trying to save him. You can either resuscitate him or you can kill him. I tried to save him, which doesn't matter because either way he dies. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try to help out Lily, which you're right. Kenny did not forget that I took Lily's side in this part. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so, yeah, this is the scene I'm talking about. He you I did. You I is the one thing that I hate about Kane's character. I have done everything right up to this scene and further on in the series in in the rest of these episodes. He will not stop fucking bringing up that I did not help him murder a person in front of their daughter. And it's just so irritating. It's like, Kenny, you killed a man, like, for no reason either. Yeah. I mean, he had a heart attack, guys. Come on. When you have a heart attack, they give you a list of things not to do. Like, the number three is don't bang on doors. (laughs) (laughs) Nick, did you kill Larry? Oh, no. I tried to resuscitate him because I like Lily. Like I didn't have I didn't have Doug. I mean, I have Carly on my team. So Lily was like the only other like kind of female companion we had. So I was like, I need to be friends with Lily. She might actually be important later on in the story. No, I mean, I I just I tried to. And then because I knew because I already read what happened. So I just didn't want to be the murderer. And then he just drops a salt lick on Larry's head to kill him. Make sure he doesn't turn. It's so bad. Fucking salt lick. (laughs) And what's worse is he goes everywhere. Like like he goes everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> my boy, that man was backed up. Let me tell you what. But he like I never thought of ways to kill a person, but I guess dropping a piece of salt on their head will do the trick. Oh, yeah. The the other thing that I hate about this scene, too, because I, I think this also one thing that that you always keep in mind if you don't know who to side with is always do what's best for Clementine. And you shouldn't murder a man in front of this eight year old child. Yeah, so I didn't do it. But what also makes me mad is Lily. Like, you could be mean to Lily the entire time. If you choose to save Larry, she's like, you know what, Lee? I like you. And I'm okay with, like, you not being an awful person. What is it? But, you know, you also choose to save Larry. Uh, Kenny just hates you for it. And like like we've just said, he, like, it, it's, and it's so messed up because of what happens later on. And you can do what happens later on. And he still will be like, well, you know, you didn't help me kill Larry. And it's like, Kenny, please. People are dying. Clad memory Kenny. <laughs> get Lord. over it. No. It's a little ridiculous, but it's a it's a it's just so fucked up. And you take the air conditioner out to get out of the of this of this freezer and you can you can either kill the two brothers. So you so you end up confronting one of the brothers, you can either kill him. I just left him in the bear trap that he steps in because I didn't want to kill him in front of Clementine. So when I first did this, I killed I killed the I killed Danny, the brother. And the reason why I bring it up a lot is because there's, there's a scene where it's like Kenny's like, hey, I think Annie's out front. And you go, that's Danny, Kenny. And Kenny's like, I can't fucking tell them apart. Leave me alone, Lee. <laughs> um, but uh, this is where this isn't where I made my decision where I was like, you know what? 
I'm going to be a nice guy, but I'm going to be the coldest motherfucker this episode. So I just stabbed the shit out of him. <laughs> he deserved it. I mean, he, they all deserve yeah. it. Yeah, I killed him, too, because I forget this. This game does a thing where it's you and Kenny. All of a sudden, Clementine's right behind you. It's like, shit, <laughs> I had no idea. This is an eight year old girl and she's a ninja. I mean, she's an eight year old kid. They will find a way to be where they want to be. So I can I can buy yeah. that. <laughs> That's funny. I can and completely you, buy that. No question. Like kids will end up just where you don't want. They'll just they just as kids. Yeah. And you kill him. And Clementine's like, oh, my God, you killed him. And it's like, Clementine, zombies are here. What the hell? Like, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I killed a man with a big fork. A monster. We can justify a monster. It, the whole idea of The Walking Dead, I mean, of course, is that the humans are the monster. Yeah, there, there's a line of dialogue later where she's like, why did you kill those men? And you can say they were evil, Clementine. And she straight up goes, oh, OK. And it's like, yeah, Good. well, she's not like, oh, OK. It's like, oh, OK. Like eye roll happens. <laughs> the way you did that. It's just I, I, I saved them. I didn't save them. I just let them get killed by the walkers instead. But then when you go to the house because you try because Katja wasn't with you and you have to go and like you, you can't move when she's pointing the gun at you. You have to just keep following her until she walks all the way back and then ends up getting eaten by a zombie. Which I is th- fucked up. It's Mark. Oh, it's yeah. Mark that kills her? Yeah, that's Mark yeah. up there wiggling around. <laughs> oh, you put him back upstairs? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Oh. Yeah, but like Mark is like full zombie at that point. And then like she just grabs her by the hair, which is like a really good call because later on something happens with hair. Yeah, very soon after. But, uh, but it's just like, oh man. People, it, like, this is, people can this, get killed by zombies. This hit me hard. I had a really hard time with this episode and I just didn't want to keep playing the game again. It just, I just hit me, and it just was—I don't know what it was. It was just hard. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming the third episode doesn't get better, better for you, huh? No, the game didn't get better for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll go into more detail later. But like in the in the end of the second episode, where you so you end up so she ends up dying. You go back out. The other brother is there. You can you get into a fist fight with him. You can either kill him or just leave him. And then the farm gets overrun by zombies because you turn it off the generator earlier to yeah. get to distract somebody. Killing him is the coldest fucking thing Lee could ever do, and I'm like, this is the cool. That was the coolest way, because like you, you like God of War on top of him and just punch him into oblivion, and then he kind of you kind of do the the cool because it is cool to walk away. He's like, you get back here, Lee, and he's like screaming until mm-hmm. you leave the farm, which I think is a really like the way it pans out. And um, did you kill him, Mike? I just let him die. I'm like, the walkers are gonna get him. Fuck it, I ain't bothering. Yeah, Nick. Well, it's you... not even the wa- it's not even the walkers that kill him. It's his mom that kills him. Because if you if it was it pans out, his mom's already a zombie because she yeah. got eaten by Mark, and he and the mom's like the closest zombie to him. Oh, that's pretty fucked up. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like, and so I killed the first guy in the barn, and I was like, I don't want to kill you because now I know Clementine is here. But then you have to live with the fact. It's like you just left the man to just get eaten alive. But it's the same idea that but then you didn't do it. I mean, yes, it does it, in my opinion, doesn't justify like you still. But the idea that you didn't pull the trigger, so you're not responsible, even though if you leave a man, I mean, yeah, it's the same thing. But at least in the eyes of an eight year old, it's not seen as you, the murderer. Tomato, tomato. I, oh, yeah, 100 percent. I agree. But that's just I think where they were, that's what they were going for. Hey, you know what? It's not my fault that they didn't put a button in the trap to release themselves. That is their fault. Which is another yeah. great like thing because like it all ties into a circle. It's like, oh shit, the music teacher, that was the cannibal's bear trap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And it's like, what? Crazy. Just crazy. Oh, so one thing like I was going to bring it up here. So you both, well, Nick changed his, but you, you picked Carly, right, Mike? Yeah. So if you end up picking Doug, Doug has a laser pointer. A laser pointer. <laughs> yeah, and that's how he saves you in in the fight. Because I know with, with, with you have Carly, she just shoots him in the ear, which also proves that she is like literally amazing with the gun. Yeah, she's a badass. But Doug has a laser pointer, so he shines the laser to get your attention when you leave the barn. And then he also shines the laser in Andy's eyes whenever you're he's he's beating you originally. <laughs> but yeah, Doug is so good. <laughs> oh, and but, then the like, because each each episode kind of ends on a little cliffhanger. This one is a stupid cliffhanger. Like at one point, her hat was missing, which we forgot to mention. That you find oh, a yeah. camcorder earlier. Well, then now you get it working. You find out that Jolene was spying on your motel because the motel's not safe anymore. Jolene got a bullet in her head. It, you don't have to worry about her, Jolene anymore. Mm-hmm. But it's like he's like, oh my god, and I'm just like, she's dead. What are you worried about? Well, see, th- this ends up coming back to I guess is like Lee's worst fear, but also really weird in the series. People really want to steal Clementine away from you, and it's. It gets really absurd with how many people are like, you should just give me Clementine. And you're like, no. Okay, I take that as a whole thing of Clementine represents an innocence in a way, and people have lost innocence in this world, so that's why they're after her, in a sense. Yeah. That's how I I take it. Like, that's what I felt like the overarching theme was. Whether or not that's what they meant, I don't know, but that's how I took it. That's pretty good, too. But it's also just a weird thing of, like, I always take it as a thing of, well, you're not her dad, but it's like, you're not her dad either. And like, it, it, it ends up being even weirder because like, well, you never had kids. I've had kids, but you've never raised a kid. But it's like, I'm doing pretty good with this eight year old, I think. But I totally forgot. We skipped over the most important part of this episode, too. It, it, it is this episode. The car choice. Oh, that's at the end of this episode. That's the yes. I that's at the very end. So right. when Oh, you're right. Right before what I was saying. So you, you find an abandoned car full of food and you can either take it or leave it. Either way, you're going to take it or you won't. They will if you don't do it. I since I read the guy and the guy said, no matter, this doesn't affect anything. I just took the food. Oh, when I played the sh- game younger. I I'd left. The, I tried not to. And then they took it anyway. You took the shame. I, hoodie. Yes, I took the shame. hoodie. I, I did not take the food. I saw Clementine. Clementine was like, don't take it. I was like, you're the boss. And it's like, I. I'm not going to eat. It's, it's fine. Yeah. Clementine's just going to be cold. And they guilt trip you, too. Oh, they should guilt you trip don't, you. Yeah, they, they tell you if you don't take it, like, you know, it's going to get cold soon. It's like, well, fuck. I didn't know that. I just took it. I'm like, yeah. it's a dog eat dog world at this point. Fuck it. <laughs> Dude, yeah, like, I, I knew they were going to take it. And it's weird because they, they that scene pans out so much longer if you take the food. Because I didn't take it originally either. And it's just really weird to just have Lee. You realize how much shit's in there, too, because Lee hands out like six boxes. Like everyone pretty much gets a box. Yeah. That guy had a lot of stuff saved up that they take. Yeah. Find out till later. I mean, I had completely forgotten that had any like any story beat to the game. Yeah, I mean, thank God we don't see this guy ever again. Yeah, it's a good thing this guy never comes up, but it. it <laughs> It's also a really weird thing, too, which I think like, it, it, it falls into this game's whole, like I say, like nothing in this game to an extent actually matters up to a certain point because Kenny takes his food. And I I think it's really weird that like you don't get a choice and then they don't ever. Well, it's also weird is that even if you do or don't take the food, none of it matters in the end. Because the next episode, they're like, oh, we're out of food again. Food don't last long in the apocalypse. OK, it needs to. <laughs> and then we oh, kind of have. 
neglected one thing. Um, yes. You get Ben in this episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I about Ben. Uh, yeah, Ben's ben one the, was one sucks. of the students that was with the guy you cut off his leg. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. feel, I feel so bad for Ben. Like, ben, ben has a really weird character arc, and you can kind of miss it for reasons. Yeah, Ben's weird thing is I. You find out the only thing that, that Ben uh, accumulates this episode is this whole thing where he's like, "Oh yeah, you turn no matter what." Like this girl committed suicide, and she like I'm pretty sure she got half the class killed. Yeah, holy crap! Yeah. That's such a messed up reality when you think about it. Yeah, yeah, he's the one that tells them in this that you know you're all infected. Yeah, mm-hmm. doesn't matter how you die. If you die, you you come back. Period. Doesn't matter. That yeah. that's kind of a, a fucked up scene too. I forgot about that. Oh yeah, because. <laughs> That's in episode three, I think, right? That he says that? No, no it's like, two because then it... Okay, that's what I know about Larry. Okay, yeah, never mind. That was two. You can also choose to feed Ben and it's like one of like the worst choices you can make in that opening whenever you have to hand out food because you have no idea when the last time Ben ate and he's like, even he's confused. He's like, hey, you want food? And Ben's like, what? Here, eat this food. And he's like, oh, okay. Yeah, Ben is a special character. Ben's a teenager. teenager. It works. Oh, and then before we go on to episode, anything else I say about episode two? I kicked Danny into the electrical fence. That's how he dies. <laughs> I did not. Yeah, that 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 that's the kill for that choice. I I was I was totally gonna bring that up, but yeah, to to the cold to be the coldest person, I was like, I'm gonna kill these people because they suck. And so when he's like, come back and fight me, Lee just walks up, just stone faced, and just looks him up and down, and then just kicks him into the fence. And that's how he dies. If you choose to kill Certainly. him. He deserves it, too. And I'm like, that's actually really cool. <laughs> All right. Before we go up to episode three, I think I should do the giveaway since we're probably about halfway done with this episode. So I'm giving a, give- a giveaway for a Steam code for Rebel Galaxy. What that is, I don't know. But it's yours if you redeem this code. The code is Y-N-K-L-Z-X-X-3-D-T-K-G-I-P-Y. And there's your code for Rebel Galaxy on Steam. So thank you to whoever got takes home and please take that code. Get it out of my I'm tired of all these codes. <laughs> and I have better codes now, later on. I, I promise. I got some actually good games and codes near the end of this thing. So I just figured I'd start with the get rid of all these codes I've been hoarding for months. And now I own Rebel Galaxy. Fanatical <laughs> <laughs> bundles. I get a lot of free stuff that I don't need because I already own it. So then we brings us to episode three, which is the long road head, which I had remembered very little of this episode. This one didn't really stick with me. And it's kind of a shorter one. Maybe it's not shorter, but I, I feel like not a lot happens. You not a that. lot happens, but a lot happens. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you start. OK, you're right. You start off in the motor, the motor in. And this is when everything goes to shit. And you like Lily is going crazy. They don't say how much time has passed, but this is when. You have her being like, hey, where is, you know, someone stealing from us, from the group. Mm-hmm. And she yeah. sends you to go search on them. And you don't find out till way later who it was. But you end up finding the bag outside. And it's like right after you take the bag, the bandits show up that you saw in episode oh. two. And you're like, where's our stuff? We we, we skipped a little bit of it. Oh, sure. Oh. Sorry. Yeah, it's cool. No, because this, this is one of the things where I, I was talking about earlier. So this is where a, another choice that really makes me mad and it's just this is this is the beginning scene it is and i this episode the beginning where you're back at the pharmacy taking stuff yeah and well, yeah you're right i'm sorry i, I skipped yeah, that it's cool and a lot of people forget this scene and i remember this scene for one specific reason because it, it this also plays into the 
So why don't people like Kenny? This is one of the reasons why. You have the girl who is being attacked by walkers, and which, even though we're like three, we're already halfway through this, through talking to this. How do you all feel about the name Walkers? I don't it's like fine. it. I, I've never liked, I never understand why no one can ever just say zombies. I don't even think like Resident Evil refers to them as zombies, but I think it's yeah, just. It's cool to not call them zombies. Zombies is too overplayed. It's like, hey, we got a new nickname for oh, zombies. No. no, no one cares. But um, <laughs> she, she gets, she gets, she gets overrun by Walkers and you, and you can choose a shooter or not. So what, what choice did y'all make? I did not shoot her. I let her get eaten. I shot her. Okay. So th- this is where the, I think is actually one of, an, an interesting choice because depending on if you shoot her or not, you actually get a ton of food if you don't shoot her. And I didn't shoot her. But this is where Kenny ends up becoming just an awful person because no matter what you do, he goes back to the motor inn and makes it seem like you're a butthole. Yeah, oh, yeah, he just he like, tells him. tattletales. He just tattletales on you. Yeah, because if you don't shoot her, he's like, did you guys know Lee let a woman die? And if you shoot her, he's like, I can't believe Lee shot a woman that we didn't oh, even eat. Su- okay, I'm surprised he goes the other way because that, that, okay, that's kind of stupid. I'm okay with him being like, hey, he shot somebody and we could have got food. Like, she was dead anyway. But I didn't realize that if you do it the other way, he still is an asshole to you. Yeah, no matter yeah. what you think in that scene, he's a butthole, and that's why a lot of people don't like Kenny, and it's fair, because that's such a dick move to pull. It really is, because, like, we still have to remember, Kenny's from Florida. Like, that should be reason <laughs> enough. Oh, God. <laughs> but, but then before, before the scene, which is honestly my favorite scene, and it has no repercussions, this is where it takes a time where you can go in around and tell everyone that you killed somebody, to which... Also plays into the worst dialogue from Kenny, which is, did you go to, were you going to jail for being a child molester? And oh, it's yeah. like, nope. no, Kenny. Okay, cool. It's whatever then. <laughs> Wait, really? You can tell people you killed someone? Yeah, Wait. I did. I told everybody. Whoa, I had no idea. Wait, are you, are you serious? You did not know you could, you could tell everybody? No, I just went around asking about the light. Dude, Carly. Oh, that's right. You didn't pick. Oh, maybe that's what it is. He didn't pick Carly. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, because Carly's the one that tells you to go do that. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. I didn't think about that. So, yeah. Yeah, Nick, exactly. yeah Doug's. I'm just working with Doug because Doug has, like, a new perimeter with, like, bells and shit. Which is oh, smart. yeah. So, yeah. Track walkers, too, I yeah, yeah. No, Doug's, like, super cool. And he teaches you about all these things. He has a laser pointer, which is really awesome. But, yeah. Oh, that's such a big thing because that still eventually does come up. But it comes up in the same episode a little bit later. Which I'll get to. Yeah, it has to do with how much Kenny's a butthole. But yeah, so yeah, so we get raided by raiders. This is good. This is like where things get really freaking dark because they've been fighting about since episode two how they need to leave the motel and Lily doesn't want to. And there, Kenny's been trying to fix up an RV and you get raided by raiders and you have to do a whole like action scene where you're just shooting people, just taking them out one by just taking them out one by one with your rifle. Like that is actually a pretty good scene. Yeah, I liked it. it. And it carries repercussions throughout the rest of the episode and even further, because unfortunately you're on this RV. You, you, well, you, yeah, you get through the bandit raid. You leave everything. Basically you just have the RV. Yeah. And they were not, yeah, they have to, the whole place gets the zombies end up raiding and then duck gets bit by a zombie and they won't put down duck because it makes sense. I mean, they don't want it. Even though I know he's going to turn, they don't want it. They can't, Kenny can't do it. So you just bring them with you. Yeah, and that's a that's a interesting thing because it 
this will put, come up later in the fourth and fifth episode. Yes, it will. But how long does it take for someone to turn? Episode, and especially apparently. the duck. Because a duck is, is a fucking annoying character. <laughs> boy. Where I mean, he, I made him my sidekick and a detective and everything. But boy, this boy is annoying. I feel like they did that uh, so you would feel bad when he gets bit. Yeah. Emotional manipulation. Very good. It, it it is a little fucked up when he gets bit. Like it 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 bothered me too. I'm like, oh, okay, this this is where it, it got really dark, and it, I've forgotten all about this, and it bothered me a lot. Which will coming it, up. So you jump in the RV, you leave, and then you have Lily who can't get over that somebody had betrayed them, betrayed the group. And at one yeah. point, we drive in the RV, you hit a zombie, so they have to stop. And Lily's like, who you know, who was it? Who did it? I had Carly and Ben with me, and. I'm wondering if this plays out differently with Doug. Did Doug walk away from this moment? No. Okay. So, so that's that's a that's a thing that would like no matter who you choose in episode one, episode two and three plays out a little bit differently, but this is the same result. Just slightly different though. Um if she I, shot she shot Carly in the face. And I'm like, what the fuck? I had completely for I knew Carly <laughs> didn't make it because I remember her not being a, like I couldn't remember what happened to her, but I I forgot that she just gets shot in the face. Yeah, and it's they do a great job of Carly too because there's like hints of romance between her and Lee mm-hmm. throughout the like the last three episodes, and then when her death, her death was like the first one where I was like, oh shit, that just came out of nowhere. So th- this is where I, I usually bring up like. Telltale is like a real rat bastard and they they really do this thing interesting that whole fight before and during there's prompts in the corner that say that that Carly will remember that and Lily will remember that and so it's it's really interesting because they make you think like oh you know your your choices are mattering but what happens in the next five minutes you can't stop yeah yeah no matter what you do Uh, my playthrough this time you have the option and a lot of dialogue choices to not say anything. <laughs> um, and through the first time I played this, like there's a little white bar that will slowly or very quickly get shorter depending on time during this exchange. When you're outside and Lily and I talk, are talking, I didn't say anything. I just let the bar go down really, really till the very end. And they're arguing and they're just keep arguing. Okay. And so I had Doug. Yeah. And it's, I actually started when I saw that I actually used a lot more silence in the rest of the game and things played out interestingly in certain situations. But uh, yeah, Lily shoots Carly straight in the face. <laughs> and, and, and then you get the yeah. choice to leave her behind or take or take her with you. I left her behind. I'm like, fuck it. You killed somebody in, in for no, you're done. We're gone. Yeah, I, I left her behind originally, but I took her this time because I kind of wanted to affect if if I ever played the other ones, I kind of wanted to affect my choices on the computer. So I took her with her uh, with us for reasons because I wanted yeah. things to play out differently. Yeah. But, oh. In my in my game, she basically gets out her gun to shoot Ben because she has a really high suspicion that Ben uh, was the one who was stealing the supplies. And when all this is happening, Doug sees that Lily has a gun and so he pulls Ben out of the way and basically sacrifices himself to save Ben's life. And then uh, Lily shoots him in the back of the skull. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, fuck, this is like, no matter what you do, it still ends the same way. Mm-hmm. And uh, I still kind of liked Lily. There's still something about her being kind of, she was losing it. She was, uh, stress was getting to her real bad. And so I took her, I brought her back on the RV. I bet yeah, Kenny didn't like that. 
No. Kenny doesn't say anything. It's really weird. Kenny just does not give like a single like damn whether you bring her or not. He when you bring her, he's just like, oh, we'll tie her up. We'll deal with her later. Oh, Kenny's kind of focusing on something else. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> the 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 one thing that I think is kind is like like Nick said, it is kind of interesting. I think if you take her with her, or when you're making the choice. She kind of says something on the lines of like, I have nothing left. Like, what what did you expect me to do? So she she is cracking pretty badly and it kind of sucks. Yeah. She was the leader for a while. Mm-hmm. And she just yeah, loses it. <laughs> was she and, the leader? Because I told the brothers I was a leader and that Kenny and Lily both suck. I told them that was a democracy. And then I countered it later on and said, oh, well, she makes a decision for it. Like, I, I thought you said it was a democracy. So, yeah, they remembered. <laughs> I was all idiot. one of those idiots. Remembered fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't like, I don't like them. I don't like those guys at all on the farm. But and then this is when you so you, so you end up going to a train depot and you have to go and get a train, which is kind of cool. I mean, you ducks dying and then you're trying to get the that's not cool, but you're getting the train going and you end up running into a, an old guy who's been living on the trains who would have been yeah. looks like he was homeless at one time. Chuck, it's, my I, boy. I was, what was his name? Chuck. I like Chuck. Like, I, I thought that was cool. Like, he doesn't. I mean, most of the rest of this chapter until the end is just you trying to get the train started and follow a couple different, like, little patterns. Like, it was fine. Yeah. It's it's yeah. just, it's another it's sense calm. of their, they have to remind you that this is an adventure game. You got to go back and forth a whole bunch of times until you figure it out. Yeah. So it, it's good. It doesn't look a little, like, puzzle thing. It's like, okay, now do something that doesn't involve zombies. <laughs> it's nice to kind of break the tension because episode four and five have so much where it doesn't once it doesn't stop so this is kind of like mm-hmm. the calm before the storm in, in, a, in a way like you have this scene and then right after this once you get the train going this is when you also have like you the train keeps going at one point you have to stop the train because you just convince kenny to because Kaj is like it's time duck is dying like we have to do something about it and you you stop the train, you take Duck in the woods, you argue and say, who's going to shoot him? And I said, I would, Lee would. And then Katja takes him off in the woods, and then all of a sudden I hear a gunshot, and Katja just shoots herself instead of the kid. So, Bam! So, like, this is kind of prelude to earlier, because Katja mentioned something, I think, in the second episode, where she's like, I don't like what the world's turning into. I don't like that y'all are carrying around guns. I don't like that yeah. we're having... Yeah, so this is kind That's of... That's the beginning of the third episode, when you're, like, is figuring it... out who broke the light. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. She's uh, she's like, I don't I don't really like carrying this gun. It's like, well, you need to. Yeah. And it, it so it's it's kind of hinting that she she might, but it does come like super out of left field nowhere. And it and it does because like while she's taking care of duck, you can find a bottle of water, you can find some animal crackers, you can bring them back to Katya, try to help duck as much as possible. And Katya's like, thank you. And it's like it's he's telling you, Katya appreciates you. And then Bam, she just she she kills herself, which just comes out of nowhere. It's really dark. Like it was that that hit me hard, too, because I have it hit me hard. A 14 year old son now. And it just it just hit me. It didn't. Mm, and he doesn't live with me either. My son has lived with me since he was seven. And just any time I deal with stuff like this with kids, it just it bothers me in a way that I didn't expect. Yeah, mm. I picked three games that have to do with, you know, dads looking after kids. But hey, um, it just. It really this bothered game me. Like, hates kids. Yeah. yeah this- it was hard. And, and this was a part like I, I, I shot Duck. I had Lee shoot him because I'm like, well, that makes the most sense. You shouldn't make the father do it. You should do it instead. Yeah. I shot I shot Duck as well because Kenny's my boy. <laughs> and 
like shooting your own kid. That's like no, no parent has to mm-hmm. do that. It was. It's intense. And then like it's intense. Fuck. Yeah. And then Kenny's so messed up, like which makes sense. Like I'm not disagreeing with it. And then you have like the later part of this where you end up the train ends up stopping at a depot and you have to go and take out a get a tanker truck. This is where you meet two other characters, Christina and Omid, who play a part the rest of the season. And you have to go and like go up this tanker truck, find a cutter in a in a depot and cut this thing down. Like it's a, it's an interesting scene. I don't know how the hell they got that big giant red tank up that little ladder, but hey, he's their mm-hmm. own. You know, I guess it's, it's a game, so he just put in his inventory and it just disappeared. Now it's all that mattered. But I always thought that was funny. Magical back magic pocket. pocket. Yeah, yeah, magical back pocket. So, much. Uh, one thing that we kind of we kind of gloss over, which is weird, Chuck does more for you than anyone has done done in the combination of these three episodes in like mm-hmm. a, like a fifteen minute talk with you, where he's just like, "You need to get your shit together, dude." Oh yeah, sorry, I forgot. Yes, good. I'm glad you brought this up. Yeah. And, like, the whole thing about, like, you know, go grab a map, cut her hair, and teach her how to use a gun. Because at, at this point, which, which I, I a lot of people don't bring up, but I noticed playing it this time, Duck and Clementine are two completely different kids. And, yeah. and I feel like it, it is, it's one of the things, too, where it is kind of Kenny and Katja's fault. Like, and they, they kind of bring it up in the show and the comics and things like this. You, we're we're at a point this time where the world where you can't afford to treat your child like a child. Like you're gonna have to like eventually be like, all right, it's time to put your big boy pants on. You're gonna learn how to use a gun. You know, we're gonna learn how to survive, and you're gonna learn not to trust people. Or in the words of Rick Springfield, don't talk to strangers. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Don't talk to strangers. That that's a very important lesson that you know really needs to be brought up. <laughs> I mean, that's what leads to so many problems in this. Yeah. Coming but, up real soon. Yeah, no, like, I, it, it, it's really interesting, too, because uh, the, the way I see Clementine kind of has, like, the, like, Clementine already, when you first meet her, too, like, she was smart enough to hide out in her in her uh, treehouse where they couldn't get her. And she was smart enough to bring Lee a weapon, which honestly is my favorite thing about that, that their relationship, too. So Clementine is smarter than your average child as well. Yeah. She's yeah, also okay. just like a good kid, honest, honest a guy, just like a nice, a nice girl, which is crazy because compared to Duck, man, fuck Duck, he's such an annoying <laughs> shit. Duck, so funny with that. Duck has a <laughs> Duck has a body count. He gets like three people killed. Oh God! <laughs> what? That's just so mean. <laughs> well, I mean, so, uh, and the, I don't think anything else oh and so when you cut her hair like that kind of leads in like you have you have to have a part where you, you have a part where you, when you're going in the in this train depot before uh, when you're trying to find something to cut down this big tanker truck this is when you kind of have a, a scene with clementine where you guys almost get killed by zombies and teaching her how to i think does she shoot or not i can't remember if she shoots at this part yeah my my playthrough on the train before you get there you teach her how to shoot and you yes, cut but her i don't remember if she uses it already or not no she's she, still afraid okay yeah yeah. And then any, and then the train ends up going to Savannah. You get the tanker truck out of the. Oh, you get the tanker truck out of the way. A huge horde of zombies come, which again, this is the first like seeing the horde, which I like because yeah. that's from, was well, from the show. I know it must be from the comics too. Yeah, it's where they like have a this huge giant horde. horde. Yeah, and you which also cool meet Omid. Omid's like the coolest guy. He's just so he's such a normal person. He gets hurt though, which is pretty cool. quickly. He, he does get hurt. Uh, did, did you push him off? Oh uh, no, I did not. Okay, so you let him fall. He let him jump himself and then like hurt himself. Yeah. Well, yeah. Nick, Nick, did you push him off because you're a goddamn hero? 
I pushed him <laughs> off because I'm a goddamn hero. <laughs> I, he showed I pushed, hesitation. Yeah, I pushed him off, which I thought they bring up later, but they don't. No, not really. Yeah, I'm surprised like Krista, Krista doesn't get mad at you for like pushing him off. Yeah, and go go for this this game, you know, showing really good personal dynamics. They show Krista and Omid are like the first couple you meet outside of your main group. And Omid is a short guy. So thank you. Thank you, Walking Dead, for showing you <laughs> short guys can still get tall girls. But that's a real good, honest lesson we need. I love their relationship dynamic, too. They have a really cute relationship dynamic. They're great. They're great characters. Yeah. I take it you're short. No, I'm six three. Okay. I'm five seven. <laughs> I'm five foot nine, I think. Yeah. I just want like a seven eleven tall girlfriend that can pick I, me up. I'm five foot seven and my husband's six foot three. So I'm a short king, so y'all can leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> you won, Joseph. You won. Okay. I did. <laughs> How is that? Oh, yeah. I think that wraps up the this episode of episode yep. three. Yeah. Oh, I, there's one thing I want to bring up. I beat the shit out of Kenny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ken, I did not. So this is another example. You can choose silent. And when you have them against the like against the train, you don't have to press the action button to like punch oh. him or choke him. You can just not do anything. It does that three times. And then you basically just stop. And Kenny's like, oh, you're right. Th- thank you for reminding me, Nick. You can get a secret scene here. How so? You What's can that? fail having Kenny stop the train. Oh. And it is the mo- it is the creepiest, the creepiest scene in this game, in my opinion, because I didn't know this existed until recently, actually, which is funny. If you fail to make Kenny stop the train, you go back and everyone's dead. What? <laughs> On Clementine, too? Yeah. Yeah. That's the, it's, it's, it implies Clementine fell out of the train because you go back and there's no one there, and Lee's like, where is everybody? And you look down, and you see Clementine's hat in a puddle of blood, and you lean over to pick it up, and when you turn around, a zombified duck attacks you and knocks you out of the train, and you get a game over. That's fucked up. It's terrifying. That's crazy. I did not get that. Well, I didn't know you could fail it. It's not that hard to fail it. You just gotta bring him, just tell, yell at him for like five minutes, and he'll be like, okay. Oh man, you're right. It's cool this game did that, though. I never want to see it, but I'm glad it did it. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. So we learned something new. Oh, man. That's insane. Okay. So this brings us to episode four. This is my favorite episode of the set of the of the five. This is a good episode. A this is episode. when I think the game really just hit. Like, so you finally get Savannah, which you've been trying to do for a while. Kenny had this whole idea that we have not mentioned how he wants to go to Savannah. He has he wants to get a boat and wants to get out of here and keeps talking about it. So you finally get to Savannah and it just, of course, Savannah is overrun because, you know, it's a city. It's overrun. It's a it's a city. I actually have a very like I have been to Savannah in real life a few times. And my grandma used to live in Statesboro, Georgia, which was like an hour from Savannah. So I've always liked Savannah. So being able to go there in this game made me just happy and giddy. <laughs> so that partly makes me like the scene anymore. But just this. I think this episode was just well done. Like you get in, you're walking down the streets, and all of a sudden somebody starts ringing bells, and you're yeah. like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> well, uh, we we missed it in the end of season three, uh, the episode three. You have the walkie-talkie that oh, Clementine yeah. keeps around because it's the one thing that reminds her of her parents. And someone starts talking to you through the walkie-talkie, 
which is fucking terrifying. It's just a it was just a moment that I was like, oh my lord, that is not this is not fun. Someone's been talking to an eight year old girl on a walkie talkie in the zombie apocalypse. It's not in the world's ender ended, and we still need to worry about stranger danger. Yeah, she did not get that lesson. Yeah, out of all the lessons you teach her, you did not teach her not to fucking talk to strangers. Yeah. I said he should have been playing the song, Don't Talk to Strangers. <laughs> should have had that on, on a radio for her, you know. Oh, here you go, Clint, if I listen to this song. Does radio still even exist? <laughs> well, not a radio station, but he could have had like a tape deck or something. I, I, I stole mean. this song for you, Clementine. You're going to listen to it on a repeat for the next 24 hours. <laughs> So I don't. Savannah's just it's just cool. So you have the suspicion of them seeing somebody run, and I think this is when the next thing you do in this is you go, you find this mansion that you have to go to. You have to dig out a dog to get the collar to get into a door. Like it's just it's a. I like the mansion. I like everything when you get up to it, and you kind of have that calm moment. You have Omid who's injured now because he got hurt at some. Yeah, hurt earlier, so his legs getting infected. So you got to get medicine. Like you have like things happening. Like it's just a really cool. Like they have a place to rest for a change i've always i've been a fan of that yeah it's it's funny how this game has so many quiet moments Mm -hmm. that really give you time to breathe but you know something bad's about to happen (laughs) you as you as a player gets the time to relax look around ask questions and periodically check in with your group that's one of my favorite things about this game basically anytime you get to just look around you can talk to everybody Figure out, like, hey, how do you feel about this? How do you feel about Kenny? How do you feel about this character? Which, which, remind, the game? Yeah. which reminds me, we totally skipped that scene. Uh, ben got Kenny's family killed. Oh, yeah. Oh, because you find out at this point, don't you? You find out in the last yeah. episode. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, it, it, it's pretty funny, too. Just not funny. It's not funny, but it, it, it's pretty interesting because I think you can you can't skip it, but Ben standing there for a long time and you can just completely walk past him several times. And then randomly, I think it's when you go back there to teach Clementine stuff. He's like, hey, I'm the reason everyone died like yesterday. They don't forgive him. It's not even even yesterday. It's like two hours ago. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like shit happens real fast. Yeah, it gets bad. Mm -hmm. But uh, that's a big ass mansion, too. Yeah, it's Savannah. Old house. I I buy it. Oh, also, we lost Chuck. We lose Chuck at this point. Oh, yeah, because he mm-hmm. stays in the alley to, or in the street to help you protect Clementine. Then he gets eaten. No, yeah, we're, boy. You were supposed to say that yet. But yeah, that that honestly ends up being my like, oh, Chuck, I actually you were the only helpful person this entire season. <laughs> the only one with reason and like like a head on his shoulders is like, man. And then he fights off zombies with a fucking shovel. Yeah. <laughs> Shovel, shovels is, is is a very versatile weapon. It's long. It's got, you know, you can use it as a spear, knock people in the head. Crazy. Yeah, because you don't find his body till later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is then after this, as you're, you're, you look, because you, this is when you find out there's a boat. No, you go to the dock to look for a boat and all the boats are destroyed because, of course, I mean, who's going to, there's not going to be boats just leaving there. You're not going to be the only person that had the idea. Hey, let's go get a boat. Mm-hmm. And, and then they tease whatever that the, was it? Was it Richmond or Crawford? Crawford. Yeah, they, Crawford. They, tease, they tease a little bit of Crawford, which is like the, that big walker mound warning barricade. people to stay out. Yeah, barricade. That's a fucked up thing. Yeah, it really yeah. is. And the cool thing about that is that if you interact with some of the zombies, some of them looked way more decayed than everybody else. Huh. Like, 
like there's one zombie that has no visible facial features is kind of like all just smooth over either it's like an intentional artistic choice or my game was just glitching <laughs> <laughs> but it, it shows that like they built this as like a sign of you know we're going to show you what we mean business or like a, to instill fear because the real the real enemy in the game is not the zombies it's everybody else that's always the theme of the walking dead yeah, mm-hmm. and, then so fucked up. and this is when you meet my favorite character, which is only around for one at one episode is Molly. I really like Molly. Molly's my Molly's favorite cool. Too. Yeah, I, she's, I, my, just, she, she's my favorite character, too. Like, I, I actually really enjoy having her around. I was, People were like, this game needs more Assassin's Creed. Thank you. <laughs> I just I, I like how she gets around everything. I thought that was cool. I like the fact that, like, she's kind of a badass. You know, and also when you first see her, she has a mask on because the whole point is that, you know, you can't, they don't want you to know it's a woman right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, fine, whatever, like, it's a game. But fine. also, this game, that scene brings up a thing about zombie pocketbooks that have in all forms of media. She's wearing a mask to cover her mouth from blood. No one in this game is wearing gloves. Barely, fairly few people have long te- sleeve t-shirts or multiple layers. Like, you can get bitten in your hand and you're you're done. But everyone's just dressed stupidly. <laughs> no one has like like Kenny still has long hair. Kenny has a T-shirt on. But like people have no long sleeve, no jackets, nothing to like help give them layers of defense. They're just like, oh, fuck it. Yeah, they they give Lee an outfit change in the second episode. And like the one thing I hate is that like it completely goes away by the end of that episode. Yeah, he's wearing a jacket. Crazy. Uh, and this is when she tells you to go to Crawford or because you you end up you get the boat or you find the boat and that you find out you need a battery, you need this. And they're like, well, we can go to Crawford. Crawford would have that. Yeah. And Crawford is so like it's also fucked up what you're about to do. You're about to go sneak into a a, a, a colony, pretty much, let's say, you know, of people and steal their supplies. And I think this is going to work out well. Like, I feel like this would not have gone good if things didn't go the way they go. <laughs> Oh, so I completely. So we're talking about the boat because uh, eventually later on down the line, Kenny mentions something that like the boat's only thirty feet, so they're only going to be able to bring a certain amount of people. That bringing up this episode, but I completely forgot earlier. So Lily, if you take Lily with the RV, she leaves with the RV anyways. Yeah, she steals oh. the RV. But the boat thing made me made me think about too, if because Nick missed it. If you tell everyone your if you tell everyone that you murdered someone, Lily brings it up. And it's also a weird thing where Kenny can Kenny can hold a grudge. But if you tell Kenny you killed someone and you tell Lily, Lily brings it up and Kenny straight up goes, OK, and. But I also mentioned that, too, because when he tell Kenny originally, he's like, you know, if we find a boat, that's going to matter in the end. And he kind of brings it up here, too, at some point. OK, I don't remember that. And I just it's just the whole like Crawford. I think that's such a. Like just powerful scene when you have to go in Crawford and like you sneak up to the first guard to kill him to literally just kill a guy and you find out that he's already dead. He's a walker. Like I thought that was yeah. cool. That's pretty cool. It's such it's such a great thing because they they tease this city. Everyone keeps talking about this city. It's like oh, it's terrible. Like it's it's horrible. They did all these rules. They kicked out children. They kicked out elderly. They kicked out people with sickness because they wanted to eliminate as many loopholes and weak ends as possible. And so you're going to sneak into this complex. And it's like, 
okay, we're going to be fighting humans now. This is going to be really tense. And then, bam, they're all dead. More walkers. More walkers. Which is, is that dan- is that more dangerous or less dangerous? I'd say less. Yeah. I say more because, like, they, it, it's one thing to be like, you can sneak around people. You know, you can maybe find someone who's like, because it's, it's one thing that you find earlier on. I feel like even living in a society, when you keep bringing, making up all these ridiculous rules and, you know, you can't have children and you can't be a certain age, there's going to be maybe a handful of people who are like, man, fuck this place. Which there were. Yeah, there were. Yeah. So I imagine like if, if it was all people, eventually you'll run to someone or you'll you'll end up holding someone at gunpoint being like, you know, where where where's the stuff at? And you're like, oh, you're trying to you're, you're trying oh, to like, okay. mess I, these guys over. Well, I don't like them either. I'll t- show you exactly where all the drugs are. You guys can take me with you. OK, <laughs> but walkers, you know, don't show compassion. They're sneaky. You know, they, they group up. They 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 have no strength limiter like you. You, you could have a, a zombie pounding at a door for a week straight till his arms fall off. So okay. I see what you mean now. Yeah, I think zombies are always like when you find out things turn to zombies. Yeah, it's a little bit easier, but there's more precautions. You have It's to easier take. morally. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the way to put it. Like it's a, like how you go to the school and you kind of like just stay there because earlier we forgot to mention this or when you're with Molly, when you first meet Molly and you're escaping with her down an alley you end up having to go in the sewers and you end up finding this people, you find a group of people who are cancer survivors who were hiding, who were from Crawford, got kicked out or were going to get killed and are hiding in the sewers in a morgue. Mm-hmm. Which, Which are really cool because they're, they're all cancer survivors. Yeah. Um, or still getting treatment too. I think like one of the older yeah. women is still getting treatment. Yeah. Just really neat. Like all these characters feel like real people. And it's it, a it, testament it, to the writing. And this also you find out more about Crawford and you have the Vernon, this old guy that comes with you, who is coming with you to go to Crawford to help you because he's from there. He knows her stuff is this other girl. Bree joins you and then Molly joins you because, you know, she just wants to join you. Yeah. She's, a, she's a badass. And my favorite. Yeah. Bree, who at, 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 at in first meeting, Bree basically makes you want to say that these these hands are ready to eat for everyone because like. <laughs> Just, it, it's so rude just to walk in a room and what's what's even weirder is that they have a whole room with a hole in it which is really weird yeah and then you walk in and she just immediately goes kill him to vernon and you're like what and she's like we can't afford anyone to know we're here just shoot him right now and it's just like oh no and i actually died twice here <laughs> yeah you gotta like, grab his gun i think right i guess so but like i grabbed it once and he shot me and i guess i didn't grab it and then like i thought i was like okay maybe i don't have to grab it so i was like hey man you don't want to shoot me i'm a pretty cool guy and then he shot me again and i was like okay maybe i do have to grab the gun <laughs> so i reasoned with him and i was able to not grab the gun but at least like take the gun away and be like hey like let's all just be calm and this plays into it if you just be honest with him from the very beginning the situation will go a lot smoother. Mm-hmm. And so that's how I played the game. And it worked out really well. And he talks to you and then he eventually joins your crew to go to Crawford yes. where a whole bunch of stuff happens in Crawford. I, I just really like Cole Crawford. I like when you kind of get in there and you, like we're saying, they're all walkers and you're going around, you have to go and get this equipment. Like you have one where you're going to get the battery. Cause you guys split up. One guy goes to get gas. One group goes to go get, I got that. Uh, you got the battery. Someone else is getting medicine because Omid is sick. And there's yeah. a part 
when you're going to go get the, the battery where a body like a zombie comes or falls and Molly just starts beating the shit out of him. But she doesn't go for the head. She just ma- just cuts him up. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, she knew this guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And she's like, I, I just she, he's like, I think you got him. And she never did because she never went for the head. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, you know, that should have been the telltale sign right there that they're like, um, I think she's lying to you. Like you're not lying, but I think she's not telling you everything. Yeah. And um, it's just a good scene. Like everything works around really well because you're in this limited space and you have all your team now scattered around and how it works and everybody coming back. Because once you you go off of Molly to get a battery and on your way back, Molly takes the battery and says she has to do something, which when I first found that, I was like, oh, man, is she about to leave us? <laughs> And so it was a really it was a really neat moment. And then you get a chance to help Krista and Vernon get into the medical field and you learn more about what happened to Crawford and why Crawford became full of walkers. Why did they become full of walkers? I don't think I caught that. Oh, so that's you can really funny. Yeah, you can. So it's actually a really big, important scene with Krista. You find these little film tapes and you can watch them with Krista and Vernon and it's about two of them. Oh, that, are about so the, that's uh, why they got overrun. Yeah, because woman ha- was pregnant, and in Crawford they make you terminate the pregnancy so you have no weaknesses. And the woman, she straight up shanks the doctor, telling her to terminate the kid, and the doctor's going to die, and he makes everybody into zombies. Yep. So it's all because yeah. one walker turned the is what led to the whole thing. I didn't realize that. Yeah. It, it's it, there may have been more, but that's like the only clue they really give you. It's like, oh shit, their yeah. one doctor died. Yeah, no, they they basically established like later on in the series and the show, like if w- not getting bit and not telling anyone can like kill an entire community because people go to sleep. You know, no one tells anyone that this guy's dead. He starts shuffling around. One person gets bit. More people get, and it's it's one of the things too where. If one guy does, says he's not going to he gets bit and doesn't tell anyone, there's going to be more people who are going to be like, oh, you you know, you what's his face turned to a zombie? Yeah. Did you get bit? No. OK, cool. Well, we took care of that one zombie. And then he goes home to his family that makes three and then go from there. OK, yeah, that's yeah. I didn't I didn't think about it. But yeah, right. Also, that's another thing about this game. They don't really give you a lot. They don't tell you every they don't tell you a lot of stuff because, again, it's just from the point of view of the characters. So if the characters wouldn't have learned it. Naturally, you're not going to find out your mysteries. They're just going to be mysteries. That's like it's Walking Dead in general, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is when you find out Molly was actually from Crawford because she's on the tapes talking to the doctor and because yeah, she was trying to get medicine to hide that her sister was diabetic. What I think it was. OK, so you, yeah. you got that, too. Yeah, I, I always. Yeah. When I watched that scene, doesn't it fly out say she's diabetic? Or I think does, so. I think it does, because I was watching that scene. I was like, did I, I was playing it. And I was like, did they say she was diabetic? And I think they say it. So it's like, OK, cool, because I didn't remember exactly. Yeah, I want to say they say she was diabetic. And that's so that kind of leads. I mean, the way I saw it is that she was trading sex with the doctor to get the medicine to hide it. And that's why she hated him or something of that nature. Yes. Well, she stopped. She stopped giving. Uh, he stopped giving her medicine. Yeah. Because someone was taking inventory counts and they eventually is like, hey, I got to stop doing this. So basically he killed her sister. Yeah, it's it's fucked up. Then he got killed. So. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's nothing fun ever happens in this game. 
Oh, so, and also the thing that made me think about it, they might have not Crawford might have not known that if you die, you turn into a zombie because it's not it wouldn't have might have not and they might have not figured that out yet. Exactly. So the doctor getting killed, you know, all of a sudden they're like, oh, yeah, I mean, true. maybe they would have known, but maybe they didn't. Or like you said, nobody they were sleeping and then he just wandered around, and started eating people because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it fucked up the whole town pretty fast. That's usually how it works, which is it did a good job. And I want to say after this is when you had you have to escape Crawford, I think we had the. Is that what happens here? I can't remember. Yeah, so this is where uh, Ben's third or fourth big fuck-up happens. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. there's uh, a point where Kenny and Bree come back, and then you have to help them barricade a door from a, a small horde of zombies. Yes. And you stop it by putting a hatchet in the door handle. And then later on, Ben, the entire time that he's in Crawford with you, he's trying to get into a door. He's trying to break down a door, and he can't do it. And so... Oh. Go ahead. So, so before we before we get into this whole thing, so so yeah, the the whole the, you you don't get into there, but the horde comes. But uh, interesting fact, I, is, which is actually a very important choice, I didn't know, and I'm assuming you both picked the latter because of it. You both chose to bring Clementine with y'all to Crawford, right? Yes. No. Okay, Nick. Damn you. So yeah, then, Mike. I don't know if you know this. If you don't bring Clementine with you to Crawford, you can get Molly killed. Oh. Yeah. How um, do you get Molly killed? She, uh, wait, then what happened? Did Molly gets attacked by a zombie and yeah, with those, yeah, with the, yeah, with the Walker group when she's fighting them, you don't, you don't make that shot when she's being attacked by one. Clementine does. So if you leave Clementine at home, Molly gets it doesn't really imply that she dies, but from what I've read, it's like, well, she gets surrounded by zombies. You're supposed to imply that you don't see her again, but oh, well, yeah. I was able to save it. I was able to shoot a zombie real, real quickly. You can shoot the zombie that's on her. And save her because she's still she's still alive at the end of my story. Oh, OK, interesting. So I guess you can fuck up and not get that shot and get her killed. It is really easy because when that shot occurs, there is a zombie right in front of you mm-hmm. that you sh- that you can shoot first because it's like it's there's scenes where you can either move your character a little bit and you can pan the screen a little bit. That zombie's like halfway outside of the screen. And so you immediately see it and it's like, oh, shit, I need to shoot that first. But instead, if you shoot the zombie that's actually on Molly, she'll actually live. Huh, so, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, I like how the game does have little things like that where you can characters that are going to die can be saved earlier or not saved at all. And that happens coming up, too, because you get into the armory and you're running away from this entire group of zombies. And basically, Ben becomes a little asshole and he tells <laughs> Kenny, hey, I killed your family. Which is the wrong fucking thing to do at this time. At this time, this is the absolute worst time to do this. And you climb on, you're climbing up the stairs. You got to get up, and Ben falls off a railing. And you have, you get to make a choice. You can let him go, or you can pull him back up. And the answer that most people, I would assume, do is like, Kenny doesn't like him. Ben himself's like, dude, just drop me. Let me help you guys. Let me do something right. Or you can pick him back up. What does y'all guys do? I saved him. There's there's a scene that plays in my head, which is so I think it's funny because you look over and so you take that back, Nick. You look over at Kenny and Kenny gives you like the eyebrow wiggle, like you know you want to let him fall, Lee. Yeah, you and know you want to let him fall. Yeah, and it's like the funniest face Kenny makes in this entire fucking series, and it actually made me like crack up like both times I played this and Ben's. <laughs> Ben's like, no, it's okay. You just let me die. And then a scene plays out where I just picture 
sweet Clementine's face in my head, and she's like, but he's my friend, Lee. <laughs> and I'm just like, I can't let Ben die, because if I do, Clementine will be fucking sad. Yeah, Clementine will remember that. Yeah, Clementine <laughs> will remember that. <laughs> but but I, I, I saved him. I also like the scene of you going up the stairs with the shotgun. It's like a really one of my favorite like fights. That scenes. is a good scene. Yeah. This I, scene was I like enjoy that scene a lot. You become a badass. Like every zombie fiction is like you there needs to be like a small rampage scene where you just go and you fuck up some zombies. So and this was a pretty good one. So one thing that we we didn't bring up that, that isn't actually in the first I want to say maybe two or three episodes. This game goes in the first person where you can shoot the gun. And this game evolves with the episodes because I didn't really look it up, but I should have for this. There's like maybe what, six months in between each episode being made. I don't think it's that long. I it can was actually... like a month, like a month or a month and a half. The, the, the last episode took a long time to come out. I remember that back in the day. Episode one was April 24, 2012. Episode two was June 27, three, August 28th. So a couple months. OK, yeah, a couple months between each one. Yeah. But this game evolves in in itself and they 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 keep making changes further into the series. But I think it was interesting when they when I think like the third episode, when you can shoot the walkers that were there going to the RV. And it, it happens a lot in this episode, too, where you have to take a stand and, you know, back yourself up into a corner and, and actually aim the gun and shoot at zombies. I've never missed, but it's still pretty fun. You can miss. I've <laughs> missed. I missed plenty of times uh, playing this game. Yeah, I missed too. When I would have to shoot sometimes with the first person. Yeah, I'm old. I, I'm not good at video games. <laughs> and though the shotgun scene was really good, going up the stairs with the shotgun, I really did enjoy that. Mm-hmm. What What happens right next? You, you like go back now... to the mansion because you have all the items that you need to start to get the boat going. But I don't remember what happened because I, I th- I'm missing a part because the boat goes missing. But I think no, you no. do something after Crawford when you get back. Yeah, so this is where I always say this. These games, as much as you can make choices, are very linear. And I think if you go, yeah, no, if you go back, you you, at no point in this series can you ever just go Clementine, your parents are dead. Yeah. Which is weird because you they're they're dying in that in the very first episode. They're dying in that voice recording. Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The very first episode, you can listen to the answering machine. And it's really, really sad. Yeah. This episode ends where you go to Clementine and she's like, so we can go look for my parents now, right? And I, what's weird is you can tell her, yeah. And it still ends up being really sad, but I don't remember why. I just remember, I remember someone was like, oh, I'm not going to, or I'm not going to say anything or something. But you basically, this is where you tell Clementine, Clementine, we, we cannot look for your parents. We have to leave like now. And she gets <laughs> sad and you knock out on the couch and when you wake up, she's gone. Okay, so that's what it was. So she's gone, the boat's gone, and then this is no, when the, you... the boat's not gone. Oh, the boat's not gone? No. Not yet. Yeah, I, I have a funny thing about that, about the boat, which I'll say when it happens. Okay, so then you go yeah. you go looking for Clementine, you find her hat, and this is when you get bit by a zombie. Yes. The fastest yeah. zombie in the Walking Dead universe. <laughs> I'll take it. But this is when you can either tell the group that you've been bitten or hide it. I told them this time, but you can hide yeah, it too. I, I, told, I told my entire group that I was bitten. Yeah, they don't they don't turn against you. I mean, Kenny, I'm like, Kenny, you owe me. So it's OK. I'm like, <laughs> I did. I actually reset that because Kenny didn't want to come with me at first. So I went back and told him something differently. And he's like, OK. So at that point, since I in the very beginning, I tried to get on Lily's side. So I tried to resuscitate Larry. I did all these things to make Lily my friend. And at that point, we were going to go look for Clementine. And 
Kenny still brought up some shit. And he was like, nah, you didn't save my son. Nah. And he, he, he doesn't come with us. Mm. So it's just been Krista, Omi, and I. You can actually get it to where it can be just Lee. Like, the game showed me all the different options you can get. Yeah, at the very end of the chapter, which is really cool. That's the, that's the other thing about this game, is that after every single episode, it tells you the choices that you and other players around the world make. Yeah, which yeah. I like. Man. It doesn't work, by the way, in the couple games that they, that they no longer, that when Telltale went out of business, there's certain games that they no longer have rights to. Like, if you play the Guardians of the Galaxy game, that's not there anymore. Really? Yeah, it's gone now. Crazy. I don't know for sure with that one, but I did play a game during the time that Telltale went away, and it was gone. You couldn't, you couldn't, that, that didn't show up anymore. Mm. So my assumption is that it's still gone. Could be. Because if Telltale doesn't own, doesn't have the rights, they can't, the website ain't going to be up anymore. That's also a Marvel thing, so maybe that's also why. Well, I didn't try it with the Guardians. I tried it with a different game. I don't remember which game, but I'm just using Guardians as an example. That's the one I can think of. Okay. Uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy game is really interesting because you can, like, get people killed in that game. <laughs> I want to play that someday. Yeah, but me that's too. That's one one thing I think is interesting. I don't. I want to know what happens. I've never seen anyone go to that by themselves because I think Krista and Omid immediately are like, "We'll go with you." Like, yeah, no matter what, you, you can tell them I'm just gonna go by myself. Yeah, which makes me wonder what happens if you go by yourself. So I guess we'll cap that off with the beginning of the fifth episode. Sure. So that brings us to the to the fifth episode. You're looking for Clementine. Somebody on the walkie answers you and says, "I have Clementine." Then it ends up. So you go you go back to the morgue where you found Vernon before and Vernon's gone and the the boat's missing now, right? Right before this? Yeah, they kicked Kenny's ass. A bunch of cancer survivors kicked the shit out of <laughs> yeah, Kenny. That, okay, that's what I, I missed that. For. So if it depends. If Kenny goes with you, then Oh, Kenny uh, went with me. Yeah. So Kenny stayed behind to work on the boat and in my game, because Kenny didn't like me. When you get back to the the mansion, you they basically put a shovel inside the barn door. Or the garage door, and Kenny comes out with like a black eye, and Kenny has a black eye for the rest of the game. That's kind of cool. So what's yeah. funny is if no matter who you leave there, and it's even more worse because I imagine you imagine like the pain of going to go save Clementine by yourself, and like, what do you mean you guys got your asses kicked by a bunch of like people who are in remission from cancer? You all like Krista, Omid, Ben, if you save him, and Kenny, like you all got your asses kicked. Yes, my God. And it's roided out. This is a dark part. Like this is when the game just is so depressing. When you're trying to find Clementine, the house gets raided by zombies and you have to, like, you go upstairs and you have to like break through a wall to go into another mansion to escape. And wow. it's, it's really good. Like I liked it, but, and I also finished it today, but it's still like it, it had a good way of getting under your skin. Now, Mike, you're forgetting the most important choice of this episode. Well, did you cut your arm off? Oh, you're right. I did forget. Not I did the first time I played this game because I thought, okay, maybe this would save him. Since I knew it didn't, I'm like, no, nah, we're keeping the arm. There's no point. Cut. I don't feel. I'm not going through that. Okay, Nick. Yeah, I know. I kept my arm. That like it's it's ridiculous. So when I first played this game and Lee got bit, I just paused the game and kind of walked away for like ten minutes because I was I was kind of pissed off that Lee got bit because there's no way you can avoid it. Nope. There's nothing telling you this is going to happen because you've you've been in like a freaking house this entire time, and then Oscar Oscar the Grouch zombie comes out of a fucking trash can and bites you. <laughs> Oscar the Grouch. He's not. Which wrong. is just, it's ridiculous because it, 
like they do certain things to surprise you, but sometimes they just don't feel earned. And this is one of the ones like you just infected the main character, the person I've spent like 10 hours with up to this point, And now he's going to die. It's it's good. It works really well. But man, it pissed me off. <laughs> I think it's supposed to. So, yeah, I, I don't think it's one thing that we'll, I'll probably get into towards the end. I think be, Lee being bit was a right choice for this game to go only because, like, I really don't know where a game like this could go as Lee being a main character for another two. Me being being a dude who's played the entire series, I think it is a right choice because I also feel like it go it kind of goes into the whole thing of, well, you end up having what happens of Clementine being the main character, and it you end up becoming basically Clementine, and it basically plays in this whole, like, well, you know, she ends up becoming the person that you taught her in this game and in the other seasons. So I think, like, I really wouldn't know where it would go after that. I mean, maybe they could have done another season with Lee, where, you know, your choices matter even more after several years, but I feel like it, it, it was a, it was the only other place they could go. Okay. I can agree yeah. with that. I don't know enough, but I, I haven't played anything else, which I'm, I'm going to change that eventually, most likely, depending on how this episode does. But <laughs> I get it. I mean, I, it didn't bother me. Like, I, I understand they had to kill him. I don't. Oh, I'm so pissed. This is my second time playing this game, and, and I'm still pissed. Um, he's so cool. He's just such a cool guy. Yeah, at least he's the best. And some yeah. of the scenes that you go through to get Clementine back, like you go on a roof and you have to... Like you have the ladder that breaks and you're trying to get to the bell tower to knock the bell and you got to jump to save yourself. You have another part where later on you're trying to you have to cross over a roof over a bridge that falls apart like you just are getting. And I, I, I love that part when you, you get to the other side of the building. They're like, what are you going to do? And he's like, I'm going down. And they're like, what? He's like, I'm already bit. What's the worst they can do? And he dro- and that scene when you drop into the street and he has a cleaver, like in my case, he had a cleaver in one hand. Since I didn't cut off his hand, he had a knife shard in the other. Yeah. And he yeah. just starts going to town on the zombies. That, and that, man, that is so fucking cool. Cause it's, yes, it, it still is. I Because when I did the scene yeah. last time, he had no He only had one arm. He only just had the cleaver. Yeah. I'm like, okay, this is cooler. Yeah, no, him, yeah. him him having both arms hands down is like the coolest way for him to like go save Clementine because it really does prove he's like, I'm a dude who's got nothing left. Like yeah, this, this, this little girl is the only thing that matters to me. And I, I am literally going through hell and back to get her. Oh, and I, I don't think we mentioned, but you find out that the stranger took her because he talked. You know, I think we have been talking the radio and then that's, and that's where you're headed because he she calls you in the radio and says something about the hotel where her parents were in the hotel. Yeah, my parents, my parents are I'm where my parents are. Yeah. Oh, so one thing that the before we get into this, Ben has a has a pick me up in this episode that I actually really like. And it's really fair is if you get him killed, you don't hear it. So obviously, but <laughs> him, him cussing out Kenny always brings like warmth to my heart because this kid proves like the best point, which is like, dude, you fuck up too much. I don't even know where I am right now. I forgot. Sorry, keep going. But I forgot to mention what happened because right before this, Kenny and Ben go missing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll Yo, man. Yeah. I have a funny story for that too. So, yeah, Ben goes off on Kenny and he makes the perfect point of just like, you know what? You you have been an asshole since your family has died. And I don't even know if my family's alive. And like he basically he has a mom, a dad, and he has a sister that's probably younger than Clementine. And that already spells like ugh, like you. Yeah, he's got a really good reason. So he's like, I'm not in good shape, but I at least have the common decency to be holding it together. Because not once has I ever mentioned that I should we should go look for them. Yeah, and the kid does a really good job 
of like selling that scene because it's like you see Kenny, you see Kenny before his family during it and afterwards, and you just find Ben. And then he drops out bombs like, oh, yeah, they die. If you die, you turn back. And then like we had a girl who committed suicide and killed all of her friends. So Ben's been through a whole bunch of shit even before he meets you. And then he has to feel responsible for killing a kid and Kenny's wife. And he's still he's still there. You you can still give him chances. And but you don't even see any of that if you kill him, because a game can just makes you want to like Ben sucks. Get rid of him. But if you just be a good person and keep him around to the very end. Oh, man, it just it pays off really well. That's what makes this game intense. And. The scene where, like, because you're jumping across, as you're jumping across the roof, you're with the the full group or whoever's with you. Everyone makes a jump, but Ben doesn't because he goes last because the the stairs he's jumping off fall apart and he falls down the alley. You go to save him with Kenny, at least in my game it was Kenny, and yeah. it was like he got impaled. So I'm assuming he's dead. Yet Kenny just stays with him and starts shooting zombies and makes you leave to go get Clementine. So in, in my playthrough, Kenny has one bullet. Yes. And you, you, you know, he's, you know, he fell. He probably broke a leg. No big deal. Omid broke a leg. You can easily go pick him up. But then you reveal stuff like he got impaled probably through his spine. Yeah, he's dead. And he, he uh, won't be able to walk ever. No, he, it's kind of off center. It's like in the middle, but it's not. It's kind of like, like, kind of like in the left, more leftish area. Personally, I think he probably could have survived it. And there's a reason why I think he could have survived it, which is really funny. But it's also a thing, too, of it's not sharp. And I've learned from The Last of Us, if you get impaled with something, it just kind of pushes your organs out of the way. <laughs> okay. So Yeah, uh, yeah. that's why it, it's actually really true. If So for future reference, Mike, if you get impaled with something that's not sharp, it just pushes your organs out of the way. It's like pushing like a like a, a pencil through a balloon, like basically the pipe or whatever is impaled. You is keeping your blood in your body. That's why they say not to remove it. Oh, okay. Hopefully I never find yeah. out, but okay. Yeah. For certain things. But yeah, that is a, <laughs> at this point in time, like Molly leaves you in episode four. Yes. And then, fair. so now certain characters are leaving you and you don't know what happens to them because The screen cuts away. You don't necessarily know if Ben is dead. And if you go down there with Kenny, you don't know what happens to Kenny either. Yeah. (laughs) You just lose both of them. Also, I think there's a scene if Ben, if you drop Ben down the tower, Kenny doesn't have to go down there and save him. A little bit later, Kenny will drop down into a hole and then disappear. Yes. Yeah. So Uh. no matter what, Kenny's going to disappear but he's not necessarily going to die. Well, everybody pretty much disappears because when, when you go down the street, you have to leave Christina and Omid. And I don't think you see them ever again. If I remember correctly. No, you don't. Maybe. Well, not in this season. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I want to say that. Like, I don't know. I haven't played. I played 400 days once we did it. We're not talking about 400 days. We're going to talk about that at some point, but not here. Yeah. We'll see. And then so you so you lose. Everybody. I mean, like, so you go through the alley, you end up getting to the hotel and you find you find the room where she's at and then mm-hmm. you find and then this is kind of like the big like reveal scene where you go into the room and you see a, a a rope tied from a door to a closet to keep the door from opening where you can Clementine is locked up in and a guy pulls a gun on you and then you you have no idea who this guy was. I did not remember the twist or what this was, but <laughs> he, he starts talking to you and he, and he tells you about the how his son went missing 
and his wife was upset and now had a car full of food and they lost all their food and they took their sweater mm-hmm. and you realize, you know, it's you. Yeah. It's like, fuck. So funny enough, they added an Easter egg in the remake. If you look closely, whenever Lee's going to jail in the remake in the remaster, uh, he's in his car on the highway next to you. Oh, oh really? Yeah, I was I was looking up because I, I wanted I was looking up on the wiki to see because his dialogue varies very differently uh, depending on what uh, you tell him or not. And so it was in the trivia. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah in the remaster, uh, he's he's in his. You, uh, they changed it to where you can see him in his car next to you for like like maybe like a solid minute before he drives off. So, oh, wow. Yeah, that's cool. Small world kind of thing, you know, which I do mm-hmm. believe. Yeah. So. What was it five degrees of separation? Everybody, most people have or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> it's a thing that they talked about. I, I've heard before that I think is kind of true. Where most people have like a five degree separation between people or something. I don't. Know, doesn't matter. But <laughs> it's a good scene when you find out that's the whole reason why he got Clementine because his his daughter went you know died, his wife died, and it's your fault. He's going to take your daughter essentially to make up for it. And it's even crazier. Because this man that followed you may not be a sane individual. What are you talking about? It's not you don't think it's normal to take your wife's head and put it in a bowling bag and talk bowling bag bag and talk to her? <laughs> Example one. He puts his wife's head in a bowling bag. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I forgot that. Me too. Oh, I just thought he was a normal fucking idiot. But no, he's a crazy idiot. So that that even goes into a little bit more of his character, too, because you can kind of tell what this guy's off. Because he's mad about the car, which is, to be honestly, entirely his fault. He, hey, it's a nice car. Station wagons are real dope. Yeah, Vista Cruiser. He leaves out. No, no, he doesn't get the car. He takes his son out to go hunting in the middle of a zombie apocalypse. And, like, oh, that's what I was looking up. I was looking up to see, because the way he made it sound, he made it sound like he took his son out hunting before the apocalypse, yes, and they lost yeah. him. But no, I, I looked it up, and no, he he took his he still took his son out during the apocalypse to go. Well, hunting. yeah, that's how that's how you find the car is that he loses his kid, and so you, your daughter, hit him, the daughter, and the wife go looking for their son, and that's why they abandon the car. Yeah, which is a second mistake because they leave the car, and it's funny too because they leave the car open with the keys in it. With even weirder, an empty tank of gas because he drives around too, which is even weirder. Yeah. So I keep I bring this up. Who, where the fuck do you find gas after what is? But if he does say a year into the zombie apocalypse, oh, they say that. Or did it's implied because whenever he asks Lee how old Clementine is, he goes, "She's eight. She goes, "Nope, she's nine. Her birthday was three days ago. I took that as it could have been like a few months since she had her birthday. Yeah. I didn't take it as a it year. Could- yeah, it can it can it can have been any sort of time. You just know that for a little bit. Uh, I will say I always think it's that you that this whole game is you basically spending about a year like, anyway, well, about a year with Clementine. Three, four, and five take place very close together. Where two, mm-hmm. one and two is a three months. I don't think any other. I think the rest like any two and on is all pretty close. Because yeah. there, there should be a decent gap between episode two and three. I, okay, I, there I could guess. be. Yeah, they don't tell you. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll take that. Yeah, because it could be a gap, I and mean, there's no gap in between four or five, you know, three, four, and five. But it could have been between two and three. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, yeah. It just happens right back, and it's like maybe a couple days at most. But yeah. the biggest gap is between episode one and two. So yeah, everything could you. technically take place in like six months. It's still. I mean, I mean, the idea. Yes, it would be hard to find gas. I think you could find some gas off just 
random, you know, off out of cars and stuff. I mean, there would be some that people had hoarded, and you know, maybe they have gas and plastic bags they'll have in their in their trunk or something. You know, you never know. So, <laughs> this is this is actually a question I have. In the very beginning, you're in a police car, and you're being taken to prison. But when you wake up, you immediately stumble into Clementine's backyard, where apparently she's been there for days. Yeah. How does that work? You've been knocked out for a while. But like, are you knocked out for a couple days and no zombie got you? Well, they got the cop might have been trying to defend you, or there's just not that many zombies at the time because the the apocalypse had just started. Oh I well, guess. no, no. See, Clementine. Did she say she's in her house? She's been in her treehouse for days. They might have. Yeah, ret- she's been she's been in there a couple days because she's about to run out of food. Yeah, they might have retconned that because technically, when you whenever you 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 choose to leave the house during the day with Clementine to go look for help. Remember, there's still people who the way is it Sean, uh, Sean the Herschel son, were yeah. in were in town doing stuff, and that's when like a good handful of zombies come after you. And even then, Herschel's like, "Oh, I'm not worried about zombies. You were out in the middle of the country, so it might have been to where the city's not affected yet." And if I hate to admit it, I I I watched the other Walking Dead series. And it implies that zombies there. There have been zombies. There were zombies for like maybe two or three weeks before eventually, like there were more than they could handle. Maybe possibly. It just seems weird. The Walking Dead is a very tough story to follow sometimes because it just <laughs> you never get all the information that you want because it's always yeah. from these characters that you're following and not from a narrator telling you or leading you on or giving you glimpses to the you know to people that would be in power. You're always just you know civilians. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. No one. No one's smart enough to, like, write down how many days it's been. <laughs> uh, well, plus, I mean, it makes sense. The government would hide it at first. I mean, that's yeah. a real thing. I believe, you know, that would happen if we get there. It already happened. <laughs> but, yeah, in this entire episode, like, as you're getting to the end of episode five, like, this l- is so quiet. You're just sitting in this chair with a guy, and he's pointing a gun at you. And it's, it's just so tense. Because this man is insane. And he's about to sue you. And then all of a sudden, Clementine undoes the rope and she she basically knocks the guy out for you. So you can so you can either kill him or something else can happen. Does she? Because I made her grab that goddamn cleaver and fucking (laughs) take him in the arm. Yeah, take him in the arm. Fuck this guy. (laughs) Oh, see, and mine, I had her smashes. Oh, so that's the thing. He asked he asked you to take everything out of your pockets. Mm-hmm. I just took off the radio. I told him I didn't have anything else. Oh, and it worked? It worked. Totally. Oh. You, it, he'll question you, and then you just double down on it. He's like, yeah, dude, I don't have anything else. And so you sit down with both of your arms and a cleaver. And so the Clementine will run out, knock him over the head with a bottle, and you guys struggle. And Clementine shot him in the fucking face with a gun. That's happened to me too, yeah. Oh, is that what yeah, you both straight got? Up, yeah, she yeah. straight up murdered him. Yeah, I, I wish I had gotten that, and I didn't. Uh, I had both my arms, and I was perfectly capable. I choked that. I'm also really good at mashing. I choked the ever-loving shit out of him and killed him. I couldn't get it. I was trying, but I just couldn't get it. You gotta go at it for a while. It takes it. it you you really gotta go at it for a while. Yeah, maybe I got tired. <laughs> <laughs> and. I, I played I played the last three episodes in one sitting and I was fucking exhausted by the end of this game. Well, I had I, so many emotions. I, I don't blame you for that either, Mike, uh, because there's also like three times in this game where you're told to mash and 
you're not supposed to. I believe it's whenever you're going to get your face pushed into the electric fence. You're not supposed to mash because Carly who or Doug saves you. There's the weird Clementine nightmare sequence. I didn't even bother. Oh, yeah. Because I knew it was. Yeah, I knew it was. a. I I remember it's a nightmare. You you can sit there and mash all day for that. And I didn't. Yeah, it doesn't change anything. So I'm not surprised. Like some people like didn't push that hard. It's like, well, it's not going anywhere. My guess is supposed to happen. I, I was trying. I just guess I didn't mash fast enough. Well, I had to mash a Q key, so it was a little harder than a button. Yeah, I had to mash the Q and the E. Well, thankfully, it's always the Q key, so you yeah. never have to worry about anything else happening. Which is a good thing. Yeah, I don't like quick time events that much, so I was okay with it not being like, oh, hit this button, hit this button, oh, hit this button, oh, okay, hit this button. And then you end up, you so you find out that like a zombie, ends up, he had a zombie in his room or ends up coming to the door, that the zombie doesn't bother Lee because Lee smells like zombies. So you end up Cutting the zombie open and putting the guts all over Clementine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which you dress her up. Which is, again, a, a callback to the comic and the TV show where they cover themselves in the goo to, you know, get by zombies. The goo. Mm-hmm. Well, the guts, the the blood. What, who would yeah. have seen better? Well, no, I, th- I think it's very funny, too, because you never think about stuff like that. And Clementine's like, it's cold. And I'm like, you know what? That's fair, because that's what that would feel like. Yeah. yeah. You freeze pretty. You The body gets cold not that long after death. So that that brings up just just let me rant about this whole thing. So one thing that I think is interesting that they never actually explain, but I've taken time into learning about. I, I, I'm a really big zombie fan. I love zombie movies, zombie media, things like that. The The reason the bike kills you, which I think is funny, is because uh, dead people, when they, when people die, you're dead. So just this person. Wow. Yeah. When, when people this, die, you the, are dead. Yeah, yeah that's what I <laughs> So, well, it, 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 it's different in this context. The quote of the episode. Yeah. When people okay. die. Sorry. We're not going to stop. <laughs> so when you get bit by something that's been dead for more than 24 hours, of course you're going to die from it. Maybe. Yeah. Shit, I don't know. I think so. But uh, in a technical sense, too, there shouldn't be any reason why a dead person walks around. Like, if you find zombies that have been dead for, like, weeks or even months, and the, this, whole, this whole Walking Dead game series goes on for several years. And Girl, always, are you trying to figure out logic in a zombie game? Yes. <laughs> I'm just, saying, I'm, just sure. saying I'm upset that Lee got bit at the end of the day. So am I. Me too. Except but then um, a great scene where you're walking in the street. She sees her parents, zombified so, parents. Lee passes out and Clementine dies in the game. end. so that's how it should have went. But, yeah. but it he Clementine somehow pulls him into like a gas station or something. Pulls a full. It's, grown a, dr- it's a jewelry store. Man. Okay. A full yeah, grown, a, two, a full grown two hundred pound man. She pulls him under like a small grade into a jewelry store, and doesn't well, attract actually, the attention of all the zombies. Yeah, well, I think she does. Like, there's they're they're on. They're like they're, I think there's like slight scratching at the 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 door that they're also. In. She started to attract them. Yeah, but um, it's it's a proven phenomenon that like children or like mothers that have just give, given birth like if they encounter like a super stressful or a super life or death experience they can do weird feats of strength that shouldn't be possible <laughs> and yeah, i think clementine true. does that yeah okay i'll buy um, it i'll take it and then this and is, now we're in the scene that just fucked me up god this scene is hard. i won't so you're in this little like you're in the jewelry store you have to go in you're dying because your bite from earlier you have to get her to get the keys and handcuff you because in case you turn and then she's got to get this gun from the security guard. He comes to life, you know, becomes, you know, gets out of where he's at. He's already a zombie. And then you have to get her to like 
knock him out and you give her the baseball bat and she murders him. And it's all intense. And there's like, and then he's like, okay, now you got to shoot me. <laughs> and you can either have her shoot you or have her leave you and let you turn into a walk. There is no reason to not have her shoot you. I, I, I'm like, shoot me. I'm like, no, nah, let's just, yeah. you are, you have to grow up at this point. You have to like, just shoot me. You know, you know just take me out. So there's an interesting, go ahead, Nick. The first time I played this, I was trying to baby Clementine because I was like, oh, this seems like the right thing to do. And so the first time I played this, I made her not shoot me. And man, it's rough because you you start to turn uh, real, real fast. And as Clementine is walking away, you're you're like a zombie trying to get at her, but you're locked up to the, um, the radiator. And so it's just you see your character that you spent all this time with basically trying to kill Clementine because he's now a zombie. And that's that's a super rough scene. And so this time, this time I was like, yeah, it 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 wrecked me the first time. It's like this game knows how to just push your buttons. Mm -hmm. So this time I made Clementine shoot me to fucking death. (laughs) Shoot me to death. Shoot me to death. So what's funny? What's funny is they end up recreating the scene from the beginning because technically in the first episode, Lee's being attacked by a zombie and Clementine gives him a hammer. Uh, Clementine's being attacked by a zombie and, oh. you, and you kick her a baseball bat. I didn't catch that, but OK, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's my favorite callback to this whole season because it's like it really makes sense. And not a dry eye in my body. I had to I had to rehydrate after this because I swear like the la- it, it's always the last thing you tell her. And it's all always pick the same thing, which is you tell her I, I'm going to miss you. And she's like, I'm going to miss you, too. And I'm like, I can't hold it. But why it's... did they give you that option? <laughs> because like, you they want tell, you to you feel tell her. Yeah, you can tell her like, you'll cut your hair, keep your hair short. You know, good luck. Stay strong. No, they give you I'm going to miss you. Fuck you, game. That sucks. It's emotional manipulation. <laughs> it's an intense game, though. Yeah. It really is. That's what makes it so good, though. Yeah. And then you get into this next scene, which is just a, a such a great way to end the game. Because you had no idea, no idea if this game was ever going to get a season two or anything. Clementine is just fucking depressed. She just shot her surrogate dad. And she's in the fucking field. And sees two mysterious individuals in the distance. And then it ends. Mysterious individuals? No, they confirmed who that was. Not in this, though. No, no, no. Not in this. No, uh, this is what I was going to bring up, funny enough. People do interesting thing with screen break and camera manipulation. Someone zoomed in to see who that was. The models for for those two individuals in the background are Kenny and Ben. Huh. I don't like that. Yeah, which is weird. And I feel like the reason they did that is because they gave it to people who you knew probably didn't survive. All in case somebody did what people do. Yeah, in case people. Yeah, because people did what they do. So I feel like they were like purposely like we're going to fuck with people and give it like the two characters who totally because because you can kill Ben earlier. You you you'll, you won't know if Ben survived. There's a chance Ben could have survived being impaled, but there's no way he'd survive the, the bell tower. No. So they. No. Yeah, so they purposely made it two characters who probably died just to just to fuck with people. That's kind of funny. Okay. This game's mean, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I think that should bring us into questions, comments, and memories. I got a, a few, not a ton, okay. which I'm okay with because this is run this is running a lot longer than I thought it would. But 
So I'm okay with that. But first from the I watched the entire Overblood Super Replay uh, from Lucas Adams. Oh, man. Episode two is by far the best of the whole season. The cannibal dinner scene is probably one of the best story moments Telltale has ever done. Now, here's a good one from Lila Novera. <laughs> Maybe on point for the podcast name. I was playing season one shortly after I had caused a stir by winning game of the year. I'd finished up episode three and while eating lunch with my mom was very cheerfully describing how much fun I was having the story game. How a woman just committed suicide and her husband had to mercy kill their sick son. I'm pretty sure my mom thought I was insane. Great game. <laughs> <laughs> and from Ron Hutone, I remember playing this. I thought it was so cool with all the choices. And someone told me how the choices actually work and that they didn't really affect anything. Completely ruined the game for me and I never bothered with the additional seasons. Mm-hmm. And from the official Laser Time community, uh, from Sean Kest. Castaneda. I played almost all of them. First season was probably the best. Clementine and Lee became a touching relationship of survival. The end was so hard, brought me to tears. Having to decide what to do to Lee, I picked to shoot him. Rest of seasons were good. We're not going to read that. And then from The Walking Dead, video game of the Telltale Group. Let's see. Phil Evans. So many to choose from. The death of Lee was almost unbearable. Lee was the main character, so I thought he shouldn't have been bit, had been bitten. Yeah. Yeah, Telltale. <laughs> and then you have to choose either to kill or let Lee turn. But worse than that is saying goodbye to the character who will have lived, loved, and spent season one journey with. A party which I'm still gutted about today. Lee, I miss you. <laughs> yeah, Telltale. And Chandler Pruitt. If only there were to be an alternate ending where Lee never turned after season one. Finding out he's immune after the walker's bite on his arm started healing himself. Yeah, but that's not The Walking Dead. Yeah, that's, that's a cop out. And from the last group, uh, Giant Bomb. I have three to read. John Silverman played the hell out of this. Loved every second of it. And found myself tortured when I couldn't save the woman from that dude's freak out on the side of the highway. The ending, of course, is haunting as well. But overall, it's the relationship between the protagonist and Clem that made it so memorable. And from Rachel Hammerthorne, I enjoyed one a lot, but played it on Vita on a, on a bus. And there was some shooting section. I just could not do it. And last <laughs> one from Des Fleming. This is one of those games that will forever be in my mind as a game I love. Not for the game, but for the let's play. I would not have cared about this game at all if not for two best friends play. Same with Deadly Permission but I can never get over experiences that Matt and Pat's playthrough when I think about it. It was also the first game I ever bought because I liked the Let's Play with no intention of ever playing it myself, just because I felt like I needed to own it because it was important. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, this game also was really fun to do, where, like, back in the day when you... You can do this with any other game, too, where it's really really the only considerable games where you can make choices, and you can go watch your favorite Let's Players and be like, I wonder what choices they make, and you can physically yell the TV screen when they make a worse choice. Yeah, like people saving Carly. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, man, I love this game. This game's good up until the last episode, because, like, that, the last episode is just so sad. I mean, that last episode, it just, it starts, and it just doesn't fucking stop. Mm-hmm. And, boy, whew. It's, whew. We should go to Shelf Stacker Box. And, Nick, why don't you go first? Man, this is such a hard thing, because when I played it the first time, I, I was like, I'm never going to play this game again. It's just too much. And then playing it again, like I gained so much appreciation for what it did. And like this kickstarted Telltale. They did Telltale did a lot of Sam and Max games that were really cool. But this was their like big, big hit and led to their downfall. But man, this is a game that you can play with other people just to see how they react. Like it's a good human character study. <laughs> so I'm going to put this on a t- on a high shelf. So I never have to touch it again. <laughs> this, this is a goddamn good video game. Oh. All right. Yeah. How about you, Joe? Uh, shelf. I this game like it, it's something like if, if no one's ever played, you could always play it. 
Even more interesting, if someone has played it in the later versions, I'll, they might do it for the remake. I don't know. But I know for season two and three, you can actually hook up your phones and you can argue with your friends on what choices to make. Oh, so cool. Yeah. That's so cool. so I, I th- this is a game like if, if you ever want something to do or you want to rewatch a movie or even just make different choices or judge on what choices someone else make. It's a good thing to have out. OK, and I'll go last. This is going in the box because I never. <laughs> want to play it again (laughs) i mean i just wasn't in the right mood for it this week you know being a father and being the situation i am going back to this game was really hard because my son doesn't live with me he lives in a a group home and i see him about once or twice a month and like you know and here this is where this child is you know being just everything with it it just hits me in a way that i don't like i mean the game's good i'm not the game's not bad it wasn't that it was just i can't handle the type of game and i didn't didn't enjoy, and I don't. I really don't like the Walking Dead world anymore. It just doesn't do it for me. It oh, makes yeah. me upset. Like I, I, I watch the show up until season seven. Whenever Negan shows up, and midway when Negan's around, I just stop watching. Yeah, I just had enough. I mean, yeah, it was after Eugene joins the sanctuary or joins the other people, joins Negan's group, and I just kind of was falling off. I'm like, I, I had enough of this crap. Yeah, I mean, I never uh, Tales did a really good. Tales did a really good job of this making this game. And make me never want to play another game in the Walking Walking Dead universe because I just it's just suffering. Like yes, I don't want to watch. I don't want to play any more of this. I love Clementine to death. I just don't want to ever see her get hurt again. I, I, I haven't I haven't played any of the other seasons of Walking Dead. There's like I can change that if you want. Because <laughs> I will at some point do two and three and four, but I don't know oh, when. Boy. No, no time soon, pro- most likely, but someday. With, with, without 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 spoiling anything, um, so one thing that is is funny: the second season is more of a downer than this, and people even complain about it. And what's even worse is you can tell Telltale has different writers. The people who made the second season were like, "We had to tone down the third season because the second season we really just give it." to clementine from all sides like anything that that could go wrong for clementine in the second season happens mm-hmm. yeah. i i never played it i don't know why like i bought it like i i own multiple collections of this but oh so i was saying yeah i just it's a good game i just and i just can't do it anymore so i'm never gonna play <laughs> the first one again i'm with you there bud this is my it's... epitaph like i played it i recorded about it almost a three-hour raw audio episode and that's enough never again going back yeah. to this game we're done it got uninstalled we're done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'll I'll let someone else like I'd watch someone else play this who's never played it because I think one of my roommates was like I've never played this. I was like we should sit down. I should sit down and make you play this. Not now and maybe not for like another year, but we'll we'll do that eventually. It's it doesn't help that we've gone through COVID and the world went to hell. Walking Dead is harder for me than it was before. You know, I didn't think about that, but you're completely <laughs> right. It, it does. I mean, so I just I know. yeah. I mean, think about it like uh, a. A people encountered with a weird mysterious disease that just completely eviscerates normal life yeah. crazy you have stuff, to wear man. a mask to help protect it and you just can't yeah just just crazy stuff bro crazy i mean people would people would stop going to work of course people would would band together not just like i want to do what i want to do who cares if i die that wouldn't happen no yeah. okay ton I mean, of people <laughs> die it's not like, it, like not in the like of the, not like this universe i mean the walking dead universe if someone gets infected you know, it's, it's people would tell people there's no way someone would hide it. That's physically possible. <laughs> All right. Enough of those dumb jokes. But and I should yeah. introduce what we're talking about next week. Oh, I fucking spooked over, man. And so I made all of Spooktober, so I can't say much. But uh, next week's Spooktober game is going to be Dead Space 2. 
because I don't I I don't like horror games. By the way, I should put that out there. But Spooktober, so I make myself play horror games. Dead Space Two, yeah. Dead Space no 2 is more games. action sure. horror, but still, this uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's what we're doing next week. And I think that oh, and as I said at the top of the show, I want to say again, we we started our new poll for the Patreon, so definitely go check that out. You can go vote to see what psychic detective show we should watch: either Psych, The Mentalist, Monk. Or Veronica Mars. And again, we're just doing pilot tests. We're just watching the first episode and we review it like we've done for a few other pilot test episodes that you've heard, at least two. So definitely go check those out. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. We are on YouTube, but only audio, no video. But we're there if you want to listen to a podcast, which I have done. I actually listen to podcasts on YouTube at work when I can, while I'm doing my work because it's easier. So I understand now why people do that. That's why we're there. And I want to give a shout out to my awesome friend, Bill Tucker, who does the who did the MCU with me, which should almost be done hopefully next month and check it. He started his own podcast. A gamer looks at 40. Definitely go check that out. It's a much more edited show and much more follows the era of gaming, not just jumps around like this show does. So check that out and want to give an awesome shout out to awesome intro and outro courtesy of Bobby, a.k.a. Mike Stoney from ZP Bite the Bullet, Song to Go Kid Squad. Definitely go check him out. See a link in the show notes to his YouTube channel. And I think that's everything I need to say. So we will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody. Bye, guys. Don't do drugs. <laughs> Stay in school. Don't talk Bye to y'all. strangers. Bye, y'all. Don't talk to strangers.